Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way podcast. podcast. Hey everybody, this is Kevin, and welcome to another episode of the Magic Our Way podcast. I'm coming to you solo here on the show this week because this is in fact uh, part two of show number 66. Uh, if you remember, this is a show in which we give some advice to some Walt Disney World first-timers who are Disneyland veterans, and I'm talking about Richard Hercher's family. Uh, he wrote in that little email, if you're not don't exactly remember what I was talking about. Just kind of refer to the first half of the show, uh, MOW 66, Act 1, The Q. This is, in fact, Act 2, The Hub. And we're going to get right to it, man. we got a lot of stuff going on. Um, and this is a pretty lengthy episode, dude. I just got to uh, tell you, this is a pretty thick episode. So you're going to hear pretty much our thoughts. You know, he, he wrote in for some must-dos and stuff and everything. But I think, you know, as Danny mentioned in, the, in this part of the episode, I think we gave him all dues. But uh, we, we kind of ranked, uh, we pretty much talked about pretty much everything in the parks, from like attractions to restaurants, things you ought to know. And it's almost like we ranked them. We, we, we fully intended to do an episode in which we kind of give you the must-dos. But, man, we just, you know, we get to talking about Disney in the parks and touring. And, you know, we tend to be very, very thorough. That's, that's just who we are, man. We, we like to look at everything at every angle, examine every little detail and stuff. Because, you know, there's Disney. I mean, Walt himself put a lot of work into those details. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff to kind of check out. So... Hopefully you'll get something out of this. You know, this is one of the few times that we'll actually do some trip advice. Uh, we love doing it, but we do get to get a little long-winded. I will admit that. But hey, that's okay, man. That, that, that makes us who we are. You know, we'll get to some other topics in our regular type of show uh, in the future. But anyway, man, we have a very short queue for you. So we'll head on to the queue right quick before we get to the hub. Yeah, so sometime during the week, we got this email from Daniel Wild, and I'll go ahead and read this to you, and he's referencing one of our older shows. He says, hey guys, your show is great. I can't stop listening as it's very entertaining. I am way behind on episodes, so please forgive me if this has already been answered. There is a reference by Kevin regarding an old cartoon. The name of the cartoon is Wheelie and the Chopper Bunch. I told you, I told you. Thanks, Dan. Now, yeah, man, Dan, I totally appreciate that, and no, that... And, uh, has not been answered because you know I've been I have been kind of thinking about other things, but I am glad that you answered it. Wheelie and the Chopper Bunch, man, on USA's Cartoon Network, uh, was a cartoon that I used to watch religiously, along with like Jabber Jaws. It was a Cartoon Express, y'all. So it's the Cartoon Express. It had Jabber Jaws, Wheelie and the Chopper Bunch, uh, Grape Ape, all all those cartoons. Legal Beagle, I think, or Eagle Beagle or something. I forgot, I forgot the name of that. Uh, but anyway, you know what I'm talking about. If you we used to watch the USA Cartoon uh, Express, which used to be in the car. It's not Cartoon Network, but it was just on the USA Network. And they had a little segment, of, a string of cartoons, man, called the Cartoon Express. Anyway, you can Google that. I'm kind of going off on a tangent here. But, you know, that's, that's, that's just me. 
And there's nobody here to rein me in. So uh, here we go. Dude, strap it on uh, tight and be ready for the ride. But anyway, yeah, wheeling a chopper bunch. It used to be, you know, it was a chopper bunch with this gang of motorcycles that would always try to pick on Wheelie, who was this little, I don't, I can't remember if he was a bug. He was red, but he did not speak at all. All the other vehicles in the cartoon spoke, you know, and Wheelie by himself, all he would do was like beep, beep. Beep, beep. You could see his eye expressions and stuff, and he would sometimes reflect some words or emotions in his windshield, but that's how he communicated. But like his girlfriend, the chopper bunch, all his other friends, they all spoke English, which was pretty wild. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's what that cartoon is. And so w- when Cars came out, um, I couldn't help but think about that cartoon because it was very similar as far as uh, the premise of talking cars and such, you know. Uh, yeah, pretty much every Disney fan knows a story about how he came up with the idea for cars and everything else. But, you know, the, the uh, what's his name? Um, the, the dude's pretty much our age, man, you know, the, the, the guy with Pixar. And uh, his name escapes me, and I apologize. I've been kind of under the weather, so I got a little bit of medicine head. But, you know, anyway, you know who I'm talking about. You're a Disney fan. You, you know exactly who I'm talking about. The guy used to be Jungle Cruise Skipper. Uh, all right. So, anyway, I digress. But yeah, you know, he's about my age and I can't help but think that he watched the same cartoon and probably thought, you know, this would probably be a better setting for the story. It's almost like wheeling the cars was like wheeling a chopper bunch, but plus a bit, you know, especially with the technology and the story and the storytelling of it. You know, it's a lot different. You know, it's like situational comedy with the wheeling a chopper bunch and you got a full length tale of a story there in the. Um, cars and the franchise but anyway yeah that's that's the earliest i can recall as far as talking vehicles other than like the gobots cartoon but you know that that's a whole series of cartoons you know gobots where it's like robots gobots transformers it's that whole series of cars that's totally different I, this is wheeling chopper bunch was and you could probably find this on youtube in fact you can because I'm lying. I have looked it up ever since I got this email from Dan. So, but anyway, Dan, man, I want to thank you very much for sending that in, man. You're taking me down uh, a little bit of memory lane, and I do appreciate that. All right, next thing we have is a little uh, voicemail from Lee. So, uh, take it away, Lee. All right, guys, this is going to be a little bit of a long message, but I am pumped. Uh, You may have seen this on social media a lot if you uh, follow any of the pages, but this is pretty exciting. Uh, Coming from Disney uh, Destination Travel News, Star Wars Days at Sea. Uh, One epic day, eight eight select sailings. Whether you're a Jedi in training or the Jedi Master of the Family, you're in for an out-of-the-galaxy experience when you sail on a Disney fantasy in early 2016. Occurring one day during each of the eight Disney fantasy sailings, Star Wars Day at Sea will transport guests to a galaxy far, far away in the Western Caribbean. Departing from Port Canaveral, the seven-night Western Day Caribbean itinerary includes Cozumel, Mexico, Grand Cayman, Cayman Islands, and Disney's private island in the Bahamas, Castaway Cay. Star Wars Day at Sea marks the first official appearance of the heroes and villains of Star Wars aboard the Disney ships. The event features a full day of Star Wars celebrations for the whole family, including force-filled fun for everyone. Darth Vader, Chewbacca, Boba Fett, Stormtroopers, and other characters from across the Star Wars galaxy will be on board for scheduled meet and greets, as well as roaming on deck and elsewhere around the ship. You're also you you are also encouraged encouraged to dress up in your own stellar costumes. Also, a shipboard version of the popular Jedi Training Academy experience invites young Jedi hopefuls, known as Padawans, to learn lightsaber moves from a Jedi Master. 
they can then use the Force and face off in a final test against the evil Darth Vader. In addition, kids and families enjoy friendly competition during Star Wars trivia games covering fun facts from the film and television sagas. For younglings, Star Wars themed arts and crafts, games, and activities will be offered throughout the day in the Oceaneer Club and Oceaneer Lab youth clubs. In the evening, adults entering the nightclub will feel like they stepped into Mose Eisley's cantina scene. How sweet is that? Characters and cantina music set the mood as Star Wars themed specialty cocktails are served. Oh man, maybe a little Yoda soda? What's up with that? Uh, film screenings and celebrities. You can watch the first six Star Wars films and follow Darth Vader, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Luke, and Leia along their epic journey. Also showing will be episodes of the new Disney XD animated series Star Wars Rebels. On each of the special sailings, celebrities and insiders from the Star Wars galaxy will share their experience, meet fans, and sign autographs. Star Wars Deck Party and Fireworks. There's intergalactic fun when the Star Wars Deck Party blasts off to an exciting evening filled with music, dancing, and games. Star Wars characters converge on the deck stage for a celebration of Star Wars Saga in a show featuring special effects and guest participation. The deck party culminates in a spectacular display of themed pyrotechnics, lighting, sound effects, lasers, and Star Wars music. Now here's the information you really want to know. Star Wars Day at Sea will be available only aboard the Disney Fantasy on select Western Caribbean sailings January through April in 2016. Star Wars Day at, Seas, Day at Sea is available on January 9th, January 23rd, February 6th, February 20th, March 5th, March 19th, April 2nd, and April 16th. So, uh, pretty exciting stuff, guys. Uh, this is, uh, I guess, no surprise, but I don't know. I guess I didn't see it coming. I don't know what I was thinking. Maybe I didn't have it on my Disney radar, but it makes total sense um, that they would have a day with Star Wars on the cruise ships now. So, Awesome, awesome, awesome. Let me know when you're ready to book that. The sooner the possible. Get it while you can. Uh, thanks, guys. And as always, appreciate your time. Have a great day. Awesome, Lee. Thanks for that, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, Yoda Soda, all about it, man. I, I look forward to seeing that. So anyway, we kind of delayed the inevitable much, man. Let's dive into the depths of our geekdom as far as advice for this first-time uh, visitor to Walt Disney World. So, uh, again, hopefully you kept those seatbelts nice and tight, dude, because you're about to head for a heck of a ride. Uh, here we go, man. Let's head on to the hub. So, guys, we want to thank a longtime listener, believe it or not, for sending us our idea for the Hub this week. Uh, we had a couple of other ideas that we're going to do, but since he sent it in, this is actually a really good thing that we're going to talk about. Uh, but anyway, he sent us a message on Facebook, and then I told him to give us more detail via email, which he did. So I'm going to go ahead and read this email from Richard Hercher. Uh, from the Midwest. Does uh, he want his full name revealed? He does. He doesn't mind. Yeah, okay. He mentions that in the thing. So um, uh, anyway, and there's a reason for that too. And we'll get that in the le okay. later emails. Uh, but anyway, he tells us girls get away. Mommy and a three-year-old. He says, hey guys, my wife and three-year-old daughter are escaping the cold Midwest for a Disney World girls trip. We are Disneyland veterans having family out West, but this is my daughter's first trip to Disney World and my wife since childhood in the mid 90s. Our next trip is already in the works. All three of us will be doing Walt Disney World and a cruise for our anniversary in November. But this is a surprise tax return trip. Huzzah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
Uh, anyway, they are going to be staying at the All Stars Music April tw- uh, in April, end of April and beginning of May. Oh, that's my first resort. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the first and last days will be mostly travel, getting into Florida later and having to leave Friday around three to make the flight home. Uh, my wife has some mobility issues due to inflammatory arthritis and will be a single parent in an electric wheelchair. She doesn't see the practicality in park hopper for them for the time frame because of the difficulty getting around. My wife really does enjoy character dining and is already scrambling for reservations. Be Our Guest Dinner is already filled up, for example, of course. Uh, but we are really trying to nail down things like a 38-inch tall, three-and-a-half-year-old will enjoy. A what? He said, oh, we're, we are really trying to nail down things that a 38-inch tall, three-and-a-half-year-old will enjoy. So she's 38 inches tall, which will limit the amount of rides she'll go, and she's three-and-a-half years old. Will enjoy? What, 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 that's the part I don't get. Stuff that she'll enjoy. Stuff. Oh, yeah. stuff that she'll enjoy. Yeah, okay. stuff that she will enjoy. Will enjoy. I'm sorry. I, yes. Okay. Not okay. will. Not will enjoy. Not mm-hmm. will and grace. Will and grace. <laughs> will enjoy. Yeah, I was, I was thinking of land of the lost with Will and Holly. You know, oh <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. So anyway, right. So we'll continue. Okay, got it. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, for a, a better sense of the demographic, this kid loves the princesses. Asked to watch Star Wars, likes likes dinosaurs, but is scared of the animatronic ones you find at science museums and zoos. Mm. Statues are cool, just not six foot tall moving monsters. This in regards to uh, to dinosaurs. Our car playlist starts with the pirates theme, grim grinning ghost, and small world, and then in parentheses, and then is pretty much Disney movie tunes. After that, I'm too lazy to find other kids songs, <laughs> and she sings along. He says. And this was our player this morning. And he posts a picture, a picture of the player with a three-year-old. And it's got the, a Disneyland monorail going around uh, several little castle-looking things, ride things. Uh, I'll post that, email, uh, post that picture in our show notes. One of them was the Disney Fisher-Price um, uh, Disney World mock-up thing that they yeah, did. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's got a little X-Wing kind of thing. And yeah. TIE Fighter thing. But it's a, in parentheses, he says this. Okay, the monorail and Mickey's Starfighter are technically mine, but she uses them more than I do. Uh, goes on. So any and all must-dos would be appreciated. Rides, shows, meals, any would be appreciated. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts on the air. Send me an email if I left anything out. And here's the PS. Um, do you remember Mr. Anonymous on SpeakPipe? Yes. He says, PS, I was Mr. Anonymous on SpeakPipe. Oh, get out of here. Yep, so Richard is Mr. Anonymous from those times when we, we first got our SpeakPipe and he left us a message. Wow. So now we have a name to Mr. Anonymous. He's not anonymous anymore. But that was kind of cool if he referenced those old episodes. Uh, but he says, I didn't realize my info wouldn't show up automatically, and I had a good laugh when I heard you guys play it on the air. I don't mind you guys using my name at all. That was just a flashback to not putting my name on my homework in grade school. Uh, <laughs> feel free to quote, repost, as much as little this as you like, site post, whatever. He, uh, just not my address, please. Thank you. Love the show. Yep, and we'll definitely take care of that for you, Mr. Anonymous, a.k.a. Richard. <laughs> and we thank you for writing again, man. So you gave us, uh, a, you know, we had some great... Uh, speak pipe questions that you had asked us and now you come with us with this question and this becomes our main hug segment guys you got the details for this vacation we're talking about uh, a mobility issue mom and a 38 inch and three and a half year old daughter going to disney world for the first time well daughter first time uh, basically the first time for the wife as she hasn't been since she was uh, uh young in, her, in in the 90s mm-hmm. um we, he wants some suggestions man anything and everything's uh uh, game. So 
I know one of the first things I put is like I think they should since they're Disneyland vets and Disneyland traditionally uses, is still using the what they call legacy fast pass now that we know. I think they really need to get familiar with the whole fast pass plus system. What do you guys think? Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, especially since it's probably going to Disneyland pretty soon, you might as well uh, figure it out now. Yeah, they're staying on property, so I'm assuming their fast pass window should be coming soon, if not already. Yeah, um, absolutely. As a matter of fact, let's look at that real quick. First of all, yeah. So if they're going at the uh, end of May, do you have an exact check-in date? Uh, April twenty-seventh, I believe he mm-hmm. says. April twenty-seventh. All right, give me one sec, and I'll tell you what we got going on here. Isn't I mean, that right? Right around Easter? Mm, is e- it? Is it that late? Maybe. I think maybe I have just... to look at a calendar. I know it's around Jazz Fest time, New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans Jazz Fest. That's the only thing I can think of. And I, so I want some computing the, music. No, no, I'm sorry. Easter is April 5th. Okay, so it's a lot earlier right, than that. What's that check-in date again, Kevin? April uh, what? April 27th. April 27th. Oh, oop, I'm going to plug in power up here in a second. Uh, 45, no, sorry, 60 days out. For, on, for on-site? So they've got a little time, um, but they're definitely going to want to you know, start making some plans pretty quick. Um, so that's for but, on-site guests. Uh, isn't it longer for on-site guests? I thought 60. No, 60 days is on-site, 30 days is off-site. Oh, 30 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's so right. there's 60 days. Um, so they can start making their Fast Pass reservations on February 26th, which is technically February 25th at midnight. Okay, midnight 20, uh, okay. Florida time. Okay, gotcha. So, uh, well, obviously, so yeah. our first recommendation is that you would call uh, Lee at yeah, <laughs> Magical <be> Moments <laughs> <laughs> Travel well, Vacation. I'm still getting used to saying a friend this. Like e, uh, friend oh, a friend like, like, like Lee. Lee. You never had a friend like Lee. Call a friend like Lee, man. Um, we help you out with that. That would be our first recommendation because that FastPass system is, um, especially, I'm looking up right now the the the. the uh, what kind of crowd you can expect at right. that time? Okay, That's crowd where I'm calendar at stuff. Right now, okay, is, is the crowd calendar. I will say this though: I'm I'm a um, I'm a wrestling fan, yeah, a former wrestling fan, and um, having heard this, it, it, this is like uh, Rey Mysterio unmasking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like wait, the oh, there's a name to yeah. I, I, I'm I'm shocked. I, I Ultimate just, Warrior without the makeup. Exactly. <laughs> you know, Sting without the makeup yeah. too. Yeah, Mr. Wrestling. Uh, oh, I, I can't even. Yeah. But, so this has been a huge unveiling. Yeah. So definitely, he's got to research how the FastPass Plus system works and how to get the most out of that whole uh, experience, kind of a thing. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, you know, one suggestion I would make would be to kind of decide: Are they going to want to hit all the parks? How many days do they want to stay in Magic Kingdom? With a three-year-old, do you want to skip Epcot? Maybe. Um, there's a few things to do. I mean, there's Turtle Talk and there's uh, you know Nemo and all that stuff. But do you want to you know spend an extra day maybe in Magic Kingdom? Uh, sounds like again, if they're going to be getting around a little bit slower than you know average, maybe they want to you know take their time and, and do two or three days in Magic Kingdom. So you know that that would be my first suggestion is kind of lay it all out and you know see which if you're going to do all four parks if right. so what days um we can definitely uh, you know give you some suggestions on on that um but you know if it's me with a three three and a half year old i might i might be okay with just skipping epcot spend yeah. a little more time in magic kingdom the good news is that during that period of time it is not as crowded can i can i ask you this lee can okay. you can you go ahead when you book this can you 
when you do the uh, the park hopper option, you can't do it for certain days. It has to either be across the board or not uh, or, or not at all. Um, I'm sorry. Sure, you have to do all park hoppers or none. Uh, is that your question? Yes, that is my yes. question. So you're thinking of yeah, so you're, you're trying to you think about have park hoppers or you cannot have them. You can't have them for two of your days and and not have them for three days. Because I agree with E. Um, I'm sorry. I agree with Lee. <laughs> <laughs> We have a friend named E. Oh, Eli, I miss Eli. And a friend yeah, named Lee. I, <laughs> I agree with Lee from the standpoint that, yeah, you, you, you've just lost half of Epcot. Right. Um, now, you still have Soren, which she might still be a little bit. I don't know how tall she is. She's how, 38 inches. 38 inches? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you up. know, uh, there's something to talk about. I mean, maybe you want to reconsider that park hopper option. Uh Maybe you want to do Animal Kingdom in the morning and go back to the hotel, rest a little bit, and then head over to Epcot for Illuminations and uh, Soren and a couple of things like that. Well, let's go through it. Okay. All right. Epcot, <clears throat> what is there for them to do? Turtle Talk with Crush, Finding yep. Nemo. Ellen's Any Adventure. Stop. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah. That's easy for somebody with mobility issues, man. That's, that's uh, you know. What kid is gonna to want to sit through Ellen's energy adventure? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Stupid Judy. Well, it could um, be. A, it could be a good. My my kids nap through that one, so it's great. Well, it is good to rest and uh, it's relaxing. I'll, relaxing, give, you, I'll yeah. give you that. Yeah, anyway, but, um, all right. So going on. All right. Moving. moving Living with the land. Um. Again, I maybe. Yeah. But I, you know, since you're there for Soren, maybe I'm, I'm looking to see how tall you have to be to ride Soren. Uh, I just don't remember off the top of my head. I know my kid can. I think I think it's 42 inches. Well, actually, um, I'm going to just pull up all the attractions in Epcot. Three foot, four inches for Soren. Okay. Over California, I'm sorry. All right, while y'all, y'all looking that up, I'm just going to specify. Um, they're only there basically for three full days. Um, yeah, he says so the first was- and last days are basically travel time. So he's there the 28th, 29th, and 30th. Um, okay, so 28th. That was going to be my ex. So they come in the 27th, but they come in late. Yeah. So they'll be in the park the 28th. The 29th and the 30th, then yeah, they'll have, I would recommend yeah. skipping Epcot personally. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I know that. I know that they're going I mean, back later in the year. He says, He's yeah, planning a big trip with all of them too. But I mean, okay, so you're skipping Epcot. I, I'm with you on that one. I okay. would do two days of Magic Kingdom and a day at Animal Kingdom. What about or, that's where I was going to go next? What about Hollywood Studios? That's the next one to me. That's on the chopping block, right? I mean, you got Toy Story Midway Mania, Danny set up. Uh, <laughs> but you do have a lot of good shows. I mean, you've got Beauty and the Beast. You've got mm-hmm. um, Junior Playhouse, uh, Disney Junior Playhouse. Oh, that's oh, Disney true. Junior. You you're right. Probably you're right. Really you're right. That and she's a Star Wars fan. You mentioned she's a Star Wars fan. Yeah. So you've got that. You've got Jedi Training. Mm-hmm. And you've got uh, Star Tours. So that's a toss-up. And I don't I, think Star Wars Weekend's... Well, she's not going on a weekend anyway. She's tra- she'll be no. there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. No, they should be yeah. good to go as far as crowds go. I mean, yeah. it, it's not. It, it has a kind of middle of the road. Yeah, so yeah. it shouldn't be so bad. Um, yeah, but I would. Uh, you know, again, I would. I would just rethink the park hopper thing. I know the mobility is the issue with the park hopper. They don't want to be going back and forth and back and forth. Right. We don't know whether they have. Are they going to be relying on Disney transportation? Did he mention that? Um, I'm assuming they're flying if in. They're staying on on site, but it does sound like they're driving. They're, yeah, it doesn't sound like it. It doesn't sound like they're driving. I thought it sounded like they were driving. No, I'm they're sorry. Fl- they're flying in. Yeah, okay, they're, they are. Flying yeah, in. they're I'm flying sorry. in. 
Midwest. Because I thought he said that they were going to, like, you know, like when they got in, it was going to be late. And when they were leaving, it's going to be early. And I kind of got the impression it, was, it would be because they were driving, but it could just be the flight times. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's the flight. Yeah, he gets in later, uh, into Florida later, and he leaves that Friday around three. So they have like maybe a well, half you know, a day I mean, on, on Friday. Friday three, they could get half could a day somewhere. Certainly, you could certainly do you know a, a park like Animal Kingdom, right? Or right. for the younger one, maybe maybe Studios is a half day park for that per, you know for for the attractions they want to do. Or would Animal so Kingdom you, be the half day park? Yeah, I mean either well, one. Well, she likes dinosaurs. I mean, Triceratops well, spin. Yeah, but she's not going to ride Prime dinosaurs. Man. She's not no, going to no, ride. No. Yeah. But I'm yeah, saying tri- Triceratops spin, Primeval World, oh, all the little yeah. rides that they have in between. Dino Land, yeah. Say, yeah. Should be too short for Primeval World, though. I guarantee you. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, but you can still see that big dinosaur uh, uh, Gertie, and you can do uh, you can do Triceratops spin. Uh, you can do. Uh, and they have little dinosaurs. Boneyard. Yes, and then they have little dinosaurs back over there by dinosaur. The Cretaceous yeah, Trail thing, yeah. yeah. That they can go on that that wouldn't be so bad. The Adventurers, uh, not the Adventurers Club. What do you call it? I'm sorry. The um, the what do you, Russell was a member and uh, oh, the Wildlife Explorers. There thing. you go, yeah. Wildlife oh, yeah, Explorer yeah, yeah. thing. She probably dig that. Yeah. Um, safari. She can get on Safari. She dig that. Yeah, oh, definitely. Let's stay. Let's stay on focus. They okay. said they're not going to do park hoppers. Let's assume they won't change their mind, and okay. let's stick with what we know that, that they are going to do. So, okay, three and a half days in the park. Okay, basically, right. And we're three suggesting and they days. skip Epcot, right? Yeah, three and a half days. They skip Epcot. You do two days at Magic Kingdom, half a day in the studios, and all day at Animal Kingdom. Okay. That would that you think that's a reasonable plan? Because it sounds like there's more for her to do at Animal Kingdom actually than. And studios, studios. She'll want to do Star Tours, Jedi uh, Academy. Yeah. But after that, Toy Story and a couple shows, maybe. Muppets. She's probably not going to do Tower of Terror. She's probably not going to do. She's definitely not going to do Rock and Roller Coaster. No. Um, and the thing with Toy Story, they have a Toy Story out in Disneyland, so it's essentially true. the same thing. You know, they don't. Re- if they, they, if there's one ride they can skip it, and you know, it's definitely yeah. that. So that would be my first recommendation. Plan on doing two days of Magic Kingdom. A day at Animal Kingdom and a half day at Studios. Yeah. You'll get your Star Wars stuff done, but the Animal Kingdom, I think there's a lot more for a, a smaller child to do in Animal Kingdom than there is at Studios. Well, isn't, uh, you know, kind of going with what Kevin just said, because I think he's right. Um, like, isn't there more at Epcot for them to experience that they wouldn't experience in Disneyland? Like, you know, they can do Soarin', um, they can you know, do Soarin in, in, in yeah. California, but... All the pavilions that you would see there, obviously you're not going to see now. Again, that's I don't know how much of a of a thing that would be for a child. Yeah. But um, um, they have Nemo and the submarines over there. Um, they have the better version of Nemo. I think. Yeah, the, yeah, the longer version. Uh, they don't have Figment, but we don't really uh, have Figment either. <laughs> well, that's the look, one we know. Yeah. For a child that rides gold. You know, right. you can't. That's it's true. Hard yeah. to, but I mean, if you look at the studios, what does the studios have that they wouldn't have in California? I mean, don't they do Playhouse over in California? Yeah, they have Playhouse over there. Right. Disney Junior thing. So um, they have Muppets. They, they have, have Muppets. They have. Um, they have um, what Midway do you call it? Mania. Star, they have Star Tours too. They have Star Tours, Midway Mania. Um, so most of what's going to be in studios is going to be something that they really already have. Or they can't really go on. Yeah. So you think we maybe they skip the studios instead? 
I'm just saying it's close. I mean, it's if they've never been before, or she hasn't been there since she's been a kid. Yeah. It's almost worth to go into Epcot just to kind of see it. Yeah. Whereas with Hollywood Studios, again, I mean, there's not much to see in Hollywood yeah. Studios. And with no park hopper, I mean, what do you think, Lee? I, mean, I can go either way on this one. I think yeah, it's, that's a tough call. Um, it, it's a coin flip. But, again, if this is my vacation, I'd skip Epcot. But let me start. Let me, let me actually rephrase that. Now that you said it, this is the whole point is that they they are Disneyland veterans. Yes. I'm not a Disneyland veteran. Right. So that really was influencing my my uh, my thought process there. So yeah, maybe so Epcot. I mean, you have nothing even close to World Showcase in Disneyland. Correct. No. Yep. Nothing close to Spaceship Earth, nothing close. And you're going to be able to do illuminations. So yeah. Oh, illuminations. Yeah. They don't they definitely don't have that. So taking show. it back right. to yeah, they have phantasmic. You're process, right. Yeah. They have phantasmic. I I think you gotta. I think you gotta eliminate the studio. Yeah, Richard. I think okay. we're leaning towards canning the studios, man. Okay. Hey, that's a that's a good audible there, Danny. Yeah. You got a good audible. So we'll we'll skip the studios then. Yeah. Save that for your November trip, man. No, I'm sorry. I'm putting together my resume for a friend like Lee Travel Agency. Oh, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> All right, so now what are we thinking? Are we still doing, I guess, one day at Epcot would be enough for them? Yeah, yeah, okay. sure. So still one day with that. Oh, no, a half. Wait, Studios was our half day. Park. Studios was, but then we, I think we've gotten rid of Studios because basically everything at Studios that there is to do, with the exception of uh, the great movie ride. That's right. the only one I can think of. And that's so outdated that, you know, unless, you know, she knows Wizard of Oz, I don't know whether right. it's worth so, it. So and if one of the reasons to go to Epcot is to see Illumination, so you can't really yeah. do a half day and so then drive out. So right, right. So would you do, do full, day uh, full day Magic Kingdom, full day Epcot, full day Animal Kingdom, and a half a day back at Magic Kingdom? No, I would do two full days at Magic Kingdom. Uh -huh. Then I'd do Epcot. Yes. And on my day off. On, on the short day, I do uh, Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom? Okay. Yeah, I, can, I, I, I agree I, with I, that. I go with that. I like that. That's a good one. Animal Kingdom, you can be done by 3 o'clock you know, if you're really taking your time and doing everything. And that's Expedition Everest and some of the bigger rides. So you can definitely make it happen and be you know, out of the park by 12, 1 o'clock if you want to. Right. If you really want to, you know, if, if you prioritize and you know, have a plan, you could, be, you could be out of the park by 12, 1 o'clock and be on your 3 o'clock flight. All right, so let's let's bring this conversation to and and, and kind of give them a rundown on the Fast Pass Plus thing. Um, of course, Richard, you're going to want to research, uh, you know, read whatever this. But can we give them an abridged version, Lee? Do you, do you have an abridged version of what the Fast Pass system is plus system is like for us? Yes, absolutely. So on sixty days out again, uh, technically midnight on the sixtieth day, or however you want to say that, so the sixty first day. When you hit midnight, what, what day did you say that? That was the twenty second of February, I think. You might have said. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you would be able to make fast passes on February twenty sixth. Twenty sixth. Okay. So that means on February the twenty fifth, when the clock strikes midnight, you can make your fast passes. And did we establish what time zone is that? That is Florida time. So Eastern time. So, so depending where he's at in the Midwest. Yeah. So if he's on Eastern time, it'll be midnight his time. If he's on Central Time, it'll be eleven o'clock his time. Yeah, so mark that in your calendar, Richard. Make sure you set you an take alarm it in your phone there. Yeah, so because some of the bigger ones you're definitely going to want to hit. 
Yeah, and so, uh, you know, if he didn't mention Frozen, but of course, if that's on your list, hit that first, Anna and Elsa. And I will say, it hasn't been as hard to get lately, but you do need to still get it on that day at midnight. Before, where we were trying to get it at midnight, and we had to go to the last day of the vacation and work our way back, you can kind of get it for any day you want of your vacation now, but you still got to get in there at midnight and do it. Okay. Don't wait till the next day or three days later, it won't be there. Okay. Um, but that's if she wants to do Frozen. He didn't mention it, so. But I'm just assuming, you know, she's a girl, and right. You know, <laughs> so that's one you're going to want to definitely do. All right. Um, the funny thing is, after that, it's it's pretty wide open. Seven Dwarfs is not as hard to get anymore as it was. Yeah. Um, you know, Toy Story is not hard to get. After that, you can just kind of pick and choose what you want. All right. Um, you know, I've I've just booked a client last night who is past their 60 day window. Um, and we were able to get everything except for Anna and Elsa. And I could get Space Mountain. I could get, you know, you name it, I could get it. Right. Um, other than Anna and Elsa. Um, and, uh, strangely enough, Wishes. Okay. Um, I'm surprised to see that many people, uh, blowing a fast pass on Wishes. On a nighttime but, uh, thing, yeah. All right, so kind of back it up to the fast pass plus thing. So on that night so, yeah, that, Rich, so, uh, that, that Lee gave you, um, so, yeah, so on the, on February 25th at midnight, right? Midnight Florida time, you can log in and, and make your fast pass reservation. Log in into your My Disney Experience. My Disney Experience. Yeah, so you have to um, if you don't have an account with Disney or anything on the website, you probably want to kind of establish that soon just so you have yeah, it ready you, to go. You should if you've got a resort reservation and you haven't set it up yet, you definitely need to get that linked up and get your Magic Band colors picked out and Oh yeah, yeah. Create your accounts, so, customize it, your families and friends, all that kind of business. Yeah, because until you pick out those colors, they're not going to ship your Magic Band. Right. And if you don't, they're just going to, they may not ship it or they may just send you the those stock gray color. Yeah. yeah. Ship it or they may keep it at the uh, the desk or something, whatever. But yeah, you could definitely customize those Magic Bands for whatever they want. So that'd be a nice little surprise for them. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, but, you know, I think the, especially for the time that he's going, he's yeah. going to be, you know, uh, in a slower period. I would be booking as much as I could early on in the day. Okay, yeah. Um, the strategy there is book early, and when those third one, that third one is used, then you can book another. Right. And when that one's used, then you can book another. And when that one's used, you can book another. And that's what they call the, the rolling. The day. Yeah, the rolling fast pass system. They right. call it. Um, if you were going during a busier time, I might save some of those for the afternoon hours. The only reason I say that is because just because you can book something doesn't mean that it'll be available. Correct. Um, but if you're going during a slow time, yeah, hit them up early. Uh, book your three. Maybe you got your all three done by 11 or 12 o'clock, and then you've got the rest of the day to play around with. And then that, once you hit that third one, it's almost more like the the uh, traditional fast pass system where you pick the ride you want to go to and right. choose a fast pass for it, except for you're just not picking a piece of paper. Yeah, you're doing it on your phone. Get the app, the My Disney Experience app, or you uh, can no, do No, you it. cannot do it on the app. Well, you can't. Oh, really? No, you have to do it at the kiosk. It's not quite there yet. Oh, no kidding. Okay, that yeah, was my no. mistake. I didn't realize that. But wait, wait, wait. What's the uh, what's, what's the what's rolling the... fast pass part? Like after you use your three that you pay. Okay. And actually, just to back up, Richard, um, what you when you do get your fast pass pluses, you get to pick three of something, and they'll give you yeah, suggested I, times. I yeah. That. Yeah, you pick three. Yeah, you so, pick three, and then they'll set your time, suggest times, and you have different options and stuff. You can always adjust those times. Don't think that you're married into it. You can go back after you set your three and adjust sure. the times. Okay. So, like, let's say I've used my three fast passes. Yes. Okay. Um, so, when I have to go to the kiosk, the kiosk, do they accept your magic band yet? Or do you have to insert that card? 
There's no card. It's the it's a yeah the fast pass plus kiosk. Okay. So yeah, okay. yeah, it deals with yeah, the whole RFID no thing. And you don't go to the the kiosk at the ride. There's several fast pass kiosks located throughout the park. So in other words, you want to go do fast pass for Space Mountain. You don't walk over to Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. You right. just find a fast pass kiosk anywhere in the park where you are, mm-hmm. and sign up for Space Mountain there. I got gotcha. you. So you could be by Jungle Cruise and find the closest one to Jungle Cruise and say, hey, I want to go to Space Mountain at three mm-hmm. o'clock. And you can book it there. You don't have to walk over to Space Mountain. So in that sense, unlike Disneyland, you don't have to dash over the attraction to get a fast pass. Right. So you can do it That's wherever. True. Make a note in your maps. And you can get customized maps if you want to do this for them and really highlight where these kiosks are to kind of help you, uh, help your wife and daughter be, uh, move a little more efficiently. So they can and, say, hey, it's right over there. And by the way, like when, when you're dealing with a, a, you know, a 3.5-year-old. Yeah. We're going soon. We have a four-year-old. I mean, the princesses are a big thing, and that's one good thing about Epcot is that, A, they have that one location where you can get all the main characters. Yeah. You, Mickey, Donald, uh, Goofy, Pluto, right. and many. And you can get a Fast Pass for that if you'd like, which yes. is actually a, a good use of your Fast Passes because, hey, guess what? we got to talk about the tiered system next. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you make, understand this. To make yeah. it more difficult for you, we'll have to talk about the tiered system so, um, but let's just wrap up Magic Kingdom. Like I said, um, I don't know if you're looking for any recommendations, but again, during the slow time, just make sure you get your Anna Nelson at midnight, and then everything after that you can play around with and take your time to do. Yeah. And as well, far as kids go, I mean, is there anything that they shouldn't like? I, I wouldn't be that worried about uh, Space Mountain. I don't know. Uh, again, what the ride limit is on that. Space right. Mountain, Big Thunder wouldn't be a Any big of the concern of mine. Yeah. Splash well, Mountain. Splash Mountain would. Yeah. Splash Mountain would be a concern of mine. Um, big Thunder wouldn't. Uh, Space wouldn't. Is but there they any- do have a Splash Mountain on Disneyland, so it's they, not like it's anything different for them. Right. They absolutely do. Um, Our Space Mountain's a little different only because of the dual tracks, and ours was the first one. <laughs> you know, let's take note of that. So you can ride the original Space Mountain. At least we have that on them, you know. Yes. Um, but, uh, beyond that, I mean, Phil Harmagic would, Phil Harmagic should be great for her. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else would be something I, like Phil Harmagic to my memory does not exist in Disneyland, right? No. Yeah. It is. It is not there. Correct. Okay. Um, anything else that's popping in my head? Um, any kind of shows? Well, Seven stuff? Dwarves Mind Train, obviously. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah. So we're Next thing we're going to talk about is the Disney dining plan, at least the Walt Disney World version. Um, so we, obviously you guys know how the voucher system works for the Disneyland people. Uh, Lee, you want to kind of give them a rundown about the whole, di- or any of you guys want to give a rundown of Disney. Y'all are more experienced with the dining plan than I am. Mm-hmm. I don't do Yeah, there's much. a few different levels. Uh, you can start with what's the quick service dining plan. And that is basically each person in your party has one snack and two, uh, counter service meals per day to use and those days are based off of uh hotel stays wait what so is that got, called that's the quick service quick service, quick okay. service yeah dining plan yeah okay yeah uh um and then you've got the dining plus which is one snack one counter service and one full service meal and then you've got deluxe which is three sit down meals or you can use them as counter services as you want per day and snacks as well and all those come with a a mug uh a soda uh refillable mug that's right. refillable for free uh, at the resort okay and only at the resort so you know i won't get into you know quote unquote the the ins and outs of it but in a nutshell if you have 
dining plan and you use all your credits and as a general statement if you use those dining credits for halfway decent restaurants yeah. then the dining plan is worth it mon- monetarily okay now for example Danny uh, he it's worth it for him convenience wise yes. you know we looked at his at all his dining plans and et cetera, et cetera. And he said, you know what? It might not be exactly worth it monetarily, but for my peace of mind and for me not having to stress about it, I'd rather go with the deluxe plan. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my suggestion for my clients is let's see what dining you get and then decide which plan is best for you. Um, if we can't get, you know, a sit down meal that you're going to want to do every night, then it's not probably worth it for you to have those credits, you know, or at least to do a double meal, a double credit meal or something like that. Right. So, Make sure that you use all your credits is the short answer. If you're not the type of person that's going to eat a sit-down meal every night, uh, then you probably don't want to go with that plan. Um, I just finished book- talking to a client tonight, and they said specifically they may only eat in there for five days, and they're only going to plan on eating two actual sit-down meals. Mm-hmm. So that's not, you know, monetarily that's not worth it for them. Right. But they yeah. might they might benefit from the quick service plan. Um, so you got to kind of know, you know, your eating habits and things like that. And a three-year-old, you know, how much does that three-year-old eat and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but I think Danny, you could probably speak a little more on the convenience side of it. Well, it's very convenient just from the standpoint that, you know, you know, your meals are taken care of before you go over there, because that's one thing I learned when, when Kevin and I went without a dining plan and we used his tables in Wonderland card a lot is that when you start paying out of pocket, you, don't, you just don't realize how insanely expensive expensive the prices are over. And having been accustomed to only really having to pay for our alcohol, mm-hmm. um, we didn't realize just how insanely expensive it was when you were paying out of pocket per meal. I mean, you're spending over $100 for a sit-down meal. Um no matter what you do, I mean, it, it just didn't. It just didn't seem to matter if you were doing a table service. I should say now counter service. I mean, yeah, chicken nuggets and hamburgers. Are- right, and, and yeah. if if you're going with just a child, I'm I'm assuming you're not going to do too much fine dining. Yeah. So right. I don't think that's why I was asking you what that's called again, because I, I don't know that the table service uh, thing benefits them except for one thing, and that's if they're going to do character breakfasts, which I would suggest doing. It's a great way to meet the characters is sure. without having to go hunt them down the park. I mean, they can take so much of your time oh, yeah. standing in line waiting to meet characters. If you go to a restaurant... And- I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll get into the details, you know, on individual suggestions. But you know, there's princess meals, there's character meals. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of different ways to meet the people you want to meet without wasting part time. Kind of, you know, if you're going to be eating anyway, then you know, kill two birds with one stone. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So if if you're going to do character breakfasts, and I I, I think they're a must. It, it's some great one on one time with the characters. It's not as rushed right. as I feel it is when you have to stand in line to go meet them at the parks. I would highly suggest doing it in that sense. Table service uh, credits are worth something. If not, I think Kev's right, and you go with the uh, the the quick service plan. Yeah, and you know uh, what is it? The for a three year old, the character meals are great just because you know they will hold their attention with that. Yes, watching the characters around, so it's not mm-hmm. like you're sitting at oh I don't know. Uh, well, I was going to say beer garden, but that's a bad example, too. 1900 Park Fair. 1900 Park Fair, California Grill. Uh, Chef Mickey's. Chef Mickey's. Yeah, so you want to kind of pick, and we'll kind of go through that. We'll even do the resorts, like restaurants that 
maybe if they were to do sit down, maybe suitable for like a three year old stuff that kind of holds their attention, you know, mm-hmm. which is yeah. something Danny and I definitely have experience with. Oh yeah, <laughs> Lots. Know, right, like right now. <laughs> so anyway, all right. So anything else that they should need that they should know about the dining plan? Other yeah, than that's that, a good that, overview. Again, you know, I yeah. think you you map it out. You see where you want to eat and. Then decide which if the the which you know dining plan is good for you or if you don't want to do it then just do a little research on all ears they'll have some menus there yeah what prices yeah yeah prices menus too yeah look at those prices because look at those prices and price it out to to get a sense of whether or not you would feel it would worth it would be worth it because that's the other thing is that you know and and a lot of people don't realize that when you and I, I know for a while I didn't realize that when you do that Disney plan. The, the Disney dining plan, I'm sorry, you get like the snack credit and you think in snack is like a popcorn or something. Snacks are, are, are a lot more than what you think they are. Yeah, it's more extensive. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, yeah. we usually use that snack credit for a breakfast. Uh, you know, I got a little bit older kids so I can get up and we can hit the parks, you know, and be there all day. So we'll use that snack credit for breakfast. Yeah. Have a little uh, counter service lunch and sit down meal at night. Right. And that's our plan. You know, that's what we do six days out of the parks and then the last day we'll do a breakfast uh but yeah you, those, those snack credits are you can fill up pretty good yeah yeah, yeah absolutely you pick the right snack absolutely um and as an aside point um if your three-year-old likes cheerios and we've mentioned this on several shows before <laughs> you will not find cheerios in disney world property and you probably know this from disneyland because it's the same situation but as a reminder uh, you probably want to pack some away or buy some when you get to orlando however you want to do it but there are no Cheerios. I know I have to do that when I go down in a few weeks. Exactly. Although, if you run to a really nice cast member, they'll sneak a Cheerios. Exactly, exactly. Okay, it just all depends on who you ask. So we got the <laughs> dining plan thing out of the way. Next thing we got to deal with is transportation because they don't really have to deal with, other than the parking tram, uh, they really don't have to deal with transportation like you would at Disney World. So let's kind of cover some points dealing with transportation. And one of the first things uh, Lee brought up, you brought up Magical Express, if you haven't explored this option, and you guys right. are flying in. So, uh, so this is, to me, this is, uh, this is A, a no-brainer, but this is a, such a good benefit. Um, you know, because all the time I see people talking about, hey, I'm going to Disneyland. What airport should I fly into? Do I need a shuttle? Do I need to get a cab? You know, is there is there a service and blah 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 blah. Right. In Orlando, you don't deal with that. You uh, you get off the plane and you get on a bus and they take you to Disney. Um, you don't even got to pick up your bags. Uh, you basically will be given a set of yellow tags mm-hmm. um, that you put on your bags before you put them. You know, check them at the airport. And uh, when the porters see those yellow tags at, at baggage pickup, they know to take those to Disney. Right. And uh, so you can just get on the bus and head to Disney and go have fun. Um, you know, we always do remind people that if there's something you need immediately, medication, things like that, have that on a backpack on your person. Yep. Uh, because your your bags don't go with you all the time on that bus. They may wait a few buses to load up uh, some more bags and things like that. So you might not get your actual bags right away. So if you need anything immediately, go ahead and have those packed in your bag, including your magic bands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, make sure you bring. Don't pack your magic bands in those bags. Put it in like your carry on thing. Um, and so for somebody with mobility issues and a y- very young child, I mean, I think Magical Express is a no-brainer. You know, that just makes things easy for you as you're trying to go through the airport and dealing with all that kind of stuff. Because uh, Disney's going to take care of the bags for you. Um, in a nutshell, you drop your bags off at your airport, you will see them next time in your room. So that's how the whole Magical Express thing. So all you got to do is just concentrate on getting off the plane, getting on the bus. 
and getting to your resort, getting to the parks, whatever. And you know, it just makes it so much easier for you. So um, if you haven't looked into it, I mean, definitely look into Magical Express. Um, Here, can, can I point something yeah, else out real quick? Yeah, go for it. Because, I mean, she, she's saying that she, she's going to have to get her, uh, an electric wheelchair while she's there. Yeah. Um, that was going to be my next question. Go, go ahead, ahead, though. No, no, I, I was going to say, like, yeah, we, we ran into the same issue with Anna's grandmother. Okay. Uh, my wife's grandmother, it, it, you know, we're about ready to travel with her in the next two days. Yeah. And uh, we, we were looking into what we could do as far as this goes. And Lee already looked into this and had this information ready. So uh, if you wanted to provide that for him. Are we talking about offsite rentals here? The well, yeah, user? that was yeah. the thing where okay. he, he talked about the idea you could either do offsite rentals or you can rent it at the park, but you have to turn it in before getting. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. still in this thunder. Go. No, no, go ahead yeah well it's good show them why you make money doing this yeah i just was gonna make that point that you know if you're gonna need that wheelchair you know all the time um you might want to look into using an outside a company to deliver a wheelchair to the uh electric wheelchair or ecv right uh, to the resorts um because again just like uh renting a wheelchair renting a stroller you pick it up at the beginning of the park and you leave it at the at the park and so you're gonna have to walk from the park to the bus, from the bus to the room, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. So if that's something, if your mobility is to the point where you need it constantly, you, I would definitely look into uh, renting from an outside company, and they will deliver them to the resort and pick them up. You won't have to worry about that. All right. So, Lee, you want to kind of give them a rundown if you, they want to rent? Uh, a, and we do suggest renting a scooter from like a, uh, a third party so that you can have access if you need it for all points, in, you know, outside of the park. Uh, you want to kind of give them a rundown of uh, where, what you can do, how you can rent these ECVs and stuff? Yes. Uh, now, again, you can rent it at the parks if you wish, but uh, when you do that, you're going to have to leave it just like a stroller, leave it leave it at the park when you go. Yep. Um, so if you want something all the time, you know, uh, you can have an outside company deliver it to, the, uh, to your resort. Um, the only thing with this that's a little bit of a caveat is that Disney has a list of approved vendors which they will quote unquote deal with, and when you use these approved vendors, they'll let you, they'll let them drop it at guest services or bell services, and you can pick it up there and you can leave it there for the company to come pick back up. Now you can use anyone you want, but if you don't use these particular approved uh, vendors, then you're going to have to make all the arrangements with that vendor, meet them somewhere at a certain time, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So um, if you go on Disney's website uh, and just you could go to Disney world.disney.go.com slash guests. And I'll put that uh, link in our services. show notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just go ahead and put the link, Kevin. Yeah, I'm going to put easier. the link for uh, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Buena Vista Scooter Rentals, Best Price Mobility, Apple Scooter, Scooter Bug, Care Scooter Rentals. And they have an agreement with Disney and insurance and all this kind of stuff with them. So um, that's who they will let you, uh, who they will hold the, the, the ECV for you. And you can leave it with them uh, when you leave for the your trip. Um, so there, there's a few different ones, a few different options for you there. I think Buena Vista Scooter Rentals is actually the one that I get the most uh, recommendations from that is the most uh, widely used. Yeah, so. when, I, when I'm down there, I see that name all over the place, the people renting them. And so they're obviously a pretty big company that guys use uh, for renting ECVs. Um, and, and just like to say, Lee, you were about to say that it's not that you can't bring, use another vendor. It's just that you can't. Yeah, it's just that you have to make arrangements to meet with them somewhere. And then you have to make arrangements to meet with them to drop it off. Whereas you're not going to be able, you know, whereas with using these approved vendors, 
you can just leave it. They'll leave it at Bell Services. You can pick it up at your convenience. You drop it off at Bell Services, and the company will come pick it up from them. Yeah, they make it, Richard, they make it very easy for you. So if you think about it, you know, your, your wife and child get off the plane. Uh, they're going to have that scooter at the resort ready for you when they arrive at the resort before you, they even get there. So yeah. she gets off a Magical Express. Uh, she's going to get some help or whatever, uh, and then she'll get the scooter at Bell Services, and then she's good to go. And then when you're about to leave, you just leave it on guest services and get back on Magical Express, and you're done. Um, if you don't use one of these approved vendors, man, you gotta you gotta do something else because they won't let you them come on property. Yourself. Yeah, yeah, you can figure it out yourself, which is a lot harder to deal with, especially if since you're flying, you don't have your own modes of transportation. Okay. Um, I'm also post a link to the all ears, uh, net article on this kind of stuff. And it even has other links for people with mobility issues and everything else. Uh, if for some reason you happen to have your own wheelchair, uh, just kind of quoting from the all ears website, uh, dubs website, uh, it must fall within the 32 inch by 48 inch size required for use on Disney transportation system. Um, it's so, uh, you know, uh, all the other resort areas have accessibility, but since we're, you know, there's a good chance that you're going to be using uh, Disney transportation. You got to make sure it's within that size limits or they won't, your, your wife and child, your wife won't be able to get on it or bring her own wheelchair. So usually that pretty much falls within it, but just something to take note of if you happen to bring your own uh, to the parks and stuff. So um, a couple of different options there definitely for you. Um, again, we recommend get it from one of the approved vendors, man. And I'll post that link in there right for you. Uh, so speaking of which, man, let's continue on talking. We talked about magical express and we, uh, renting uh, scooters maybe. And the same thing will go with, uh, if you have to do, uh, what strollers, maybe you can rent umbrella strollers. If your kid wants a little umbrella stroller, if you're able to, uh, push a stroller while you're doing the uh ecv i don't know what kind yeah, of mobility say, issues I don't yeah know how that would yeah, work i'm trying out. to imagine that that would be tricky i would think yeah it'd be kind of tricky i don't know uh, <laughs> they have like a two-in-one combo yeah no i don't know they might <laughs> or they may <laughs> just ride the ecv such a thing but that's you like might want to copyright that like a side car. it down right now an ecv with a sidecar oh there you go <laughs> totally designing it <laughs> totally like yeah copyright magic our way man so yeah you know for parents single parents with mobility issues and you know kids perfect we got it, man. We're in business. A friend with Lee scooter rentals. <laughs> the magic R way package. <laughs> a friend in Lee. The magic sidecar package. So no, a friend likely. I'm sorry. A friend likely. Yeah. A friend likely. So anyway, yeah. Um, oh, that, that's enough. You've got a friend in Lee. You got a friend in Lee? You got you know, a friend in Lee. Oh, oh, there you wow. go. We just we botched that last week. Remember, because you were talking about, you know, playing yeah, Randy, Randy Newman. Newman. Yeah, yeah. The last show. So anyway, yeah. So let's talk about Disney transportation, man. They have to, especially going from All Stars Music, they're going to have to deal with, uh, you know, they're not. Chances are they're not renting a car, and if you're not renting a car, hopefully using Magic Express, but you're going to have to get around using Disney transportation. And that time of the year, uh, as Danny pointed out, it's not terribly busy, so they should have a pretty easy time dealing with Disney transportation, wouldn't you think? I, I would say so, but I mean, just keep in mind when you stay at the All Star <laughs> Hotels, you're staying on in a hotel loop. Exactly. So that means that you're every bus stop, you're going to be you now the All Star Music right is right in between sports and movies. Yeah, it services all three of those All Stars hotels. Right. So when they pick you up, there's still one more stop to make before you get on your, onto your journey. Yeah. And when they bring you back, you're going to be on the crowded bus because again, you're servicing you're servicing three stops, and they're going to stop at sports first. Yes. Then music, then movies. So. All right. Yeah. So all the buses in Disney property are really good at accommodating mobility issues. 
Uh, if she has to deal with the ECV or wheelchair, they had the ramps, the buses kneel. Uh, they have locks and stuff and, and clamps to uh, secure the wheelchair and ECV so it doesn't move and uh, and maybe, you know, anything else that you don't want moving. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're really good at uh, accommodating guests and, and stuff with that. So that's something to take note of. Uh, monorails are pretty easy to get in and out of. You know, they all have ramps uh, to help facilitate getting in and out. Uh, if, whether you need it or not, so that and they're pretty wide doors, you know, so it's pretty easy for strollers and and ECVs to really. And I've seen a bunch of ECVs back in, and they're really good for the cast members are really good at spotting out for that. So getting around property shouldn't be uh, terribly difficult. I guess the only place where they may have some issue, other than the ferry, would be like the little boats if they wanted to take some other little modes of transportation. Like I know the um, like if they try to. Well, the ferries are generally pretty. Yeah, the ferries are fine. They can get on, and the friendship boats in Epcot are pretty uh, accommodating. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just thinking if they wanted to explore, I don't know if they're going to explore any resorts or if they want to, you know, if they take any of the other little shuttles that go back and forth between downtown Disney, if they want to check that out or anything else. I don't well, I mean, I don't know. I, I would say, and I guess it is too late, but because they've already booked the All Star. But I mean, yeah. that's the one thing. I mean, I mean. If you if you're dealing with a wheelchair, having a um a um a resort with monorail access is just so perfect. Yeah, because you you just go ahead and you get yourself right on the monorail, and then it takes off and you go. Whereas with the bus, they have to stop, and, right. and you're going to be the first person to let on. Right. And it's gonna it's it's a process. Like you said, they got to kneel down the bus, yeah. and they have to lock the uh they had to lock the uh, wheelchair into place before they even let anybody else on the bus. Whereas right. uh, you know, the monorail, you just kind of go. Now, it's a different price point, you know, when you're dealing with the monorail loop oh, hotels. But, yeah. uh, you know, ter- uh, considerably different than the all-star resorts. But, you know, just for the ease of access. Very convenient. For, yeah, very, very, very convenient, you know. Yeah, something to think about for your next trip. Yeah, especially something for November. If you haven't booked anything, man, talk to Lee. You know, he could definitely uh, help you out with that. Uh, so is there anything else that you think we need to bring about uh, regarding transportation that they should know? I, I, the only thing I would just add is, you know, uh, we don't have time tonight to go through it all. But, you know, the cast members are really good. So, you know, I'm going here. What's going to be my best route? Right. Because you've got buses, you've got monorails, you've got uh, ferries, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, always ask um, around and, and they'll give you some good direction and tell you, you know, what's going to be the best way for you to get to where. Exactly. And they're not, and like you said, they're not park hopping. So they're just basically going back yeah. and forth between the park the and the resort. And hang around and get back. And that's pretty much it. So uh, speaking of uh, now, we kind of covered all those major points that you have to consider when you're going through um, um, Disney World or coming to Disney World for the first time, maybe in a long time or forever or ever. Uh, let's talk about each of the parks, man. Let's kind of go through systematically and talk about different things, must-dos that you can't miss when you're coming, especially being Disneyland vets. And we're going to recommend anything from shows to restaurants to uh, definitely attractions that you don't want to miss. Uh, we'll even touch upon maybe some of the resorts if you have time to stroll. I don't know. Maybe downtown Disney if you have time to stroll, just in case. We'll do that as an addendum at the end. Well. I was going to say that'd be the first thing to, to mention right here and now. What's that? Just let them keep in mind just how expansive. I mean, oh yeah, having been to Disneyland before, you know, a lot of people warned me going there about how small Disneyland was. Yeah, it's smaller. I mean, right. it's not small. I, I hated that use of the word. I, I didn't think it was appropriate when we got there. Right. That it was small. It wasn't small. It was. It was. In fact, I thought it was a perfect size. But for when you go to Disney World, like it, in Disneyland, the attractions are right next to one another. Yeah. In Disney World, they're pretty spread out. 
and and you're gonna go a little ways before you run into the next one. Maybe except for Fantasyland. Yeah, Fantasyland, you're, you're kind of right on top of one another as far as attractions go. But um, just have an idea in mind how huge of a place you're talking about. Okay, so let's do this uh, as we approach each park, guys. Let's start with the fat like at midnight on the 25th or the 26th. Let's talk about let's mention the things uh, in each park. Uh, that they should definitely go for as far as fast passes, you know, to make sure that they get them. And then after that, we'll talk about other experiences, attractions, rides, and stuff that they can. They definitely don't want to miss. That sound like a plan? Okay. Okay. Uh, what do we want to start with? Do we want to go in a chronological order here, or do we want to kind of save the best for last kind of deal? Or what? Do, what do y'all think? I mean, we're not we're not going to the studios, correct? Well, I mean, we can we can cover it in case in case they, they do. Okay. They may say, "Hey, listen, uh, yeah, no, we we definitely want to do that. We haven't been, yeah, we go to Disneyland, but we haven't been there in like eight months. Okay, so we definitely yeah, let's, do let's cover it just in case, and that gives them options. All right. So how do we how do we want what order we want to go in? Do you know? Do you want to let's, go? Let's before? start. Let's start with Animal Oof. Kingdom. And the only reason I say that is because when we get to Studios and Epcot, we're gonna have to talk about the tiering system a little bit. So okay. let's just get Animal Kingdom out of the way. Um, and do you know that there's obviously pretty much so Animal Kingdom would be in our itinerary the half day is that correct? Yeah, this this is something I I would suggest they do as their last day before heading out to the airport. Okay. Now you know that being said, you know we can always just give them a rundown of everything and see what they can squeeze in. But let's uh, uh, me if I'm wrong, but every everything in this park is going to be new to them. Right. Right. Yeah. There's absolutely. Nothing that's going to be here. That's uh. Uh, that's in Disneyland, correct? Right, correct. So if they're booking their fast passes in that midnight, what do you think is some things, to, knowing the demographic of who's traveling, uh, what are some things that you may make sure that they go for right off the bat? Um, or are they going to have to worry about it for this part? Not so much, but you might as well book something. Right, exactly. You've got them, so why not use them? Exactly. Uh, I would probably start with... Uh, uh, safaris. I was going to say the exact same thing. Start, I mean, definitely start with safaris. Only because the line can get pretty long. Yep. You know, it's it's pretty easy for that long that line to build up. And your kid's still going to love it, and they can get on right. it. It's tall enough. Exactly. Um, uh, the other thing I would probably look at. But you know, before before we dinosaur is going to be iffy to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm not sure that she's going to the the three year old's really going to be able to handle dinosaurs. It could be scary. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. They said that the big animatronic things that they run into zoos and stuff, they're not terribly a big fans. So I was going to recommend against Dinosaur. Yeah, yeah I, I think I would I would say the same thing. And she's probably going to be too small for Everest as well. Yeah, I was going to say as a, as a caveat, I'm not exactly – I didn't get into details. I didn't want to – I didn't ask about details as far as her mobility issues. But if it's something you know that's dealing with, uh, with rough motion – you know the safaris can get kind of rough, you know, in that in that vehicle. It does get very bumpy. So if yeah. if that's something that you might want to consider, if that's could be an issue for your wife, um, if okay. if they happen to do dinosaur, that gets just as rough too. So it's just something to think about. I mean, the the safaris are built. It's like a truck, you know, and you're going over rough terrain, so you're going to hit potholes. The sucker bounces. Is not exactly the most comfortable of rides. Right. Uh, so if that's going to be a concern for your wife, that maybe, you know, even though you'd like to ride it, may, maybe you can skip that one, you know. Right. So if if you do want to do it, I'd, I'd probably pull a fast pass for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree and, with that. And, you know, and looking at the rest of the list, there's really not 
a lot you would need it for. Yeah. Uh, especially if you don't do Dinosaur and especially if you don't do Everest. Right. Um, but what I end up doing a lot of times is booking fast passes for some of the shows like Festival of the Lion King. Yeah. That's what you know, I was going to ask. Cool. Yeah. And that gives you, you know, a guaranteed seat so you can get in there and uh, you don't have to worry about getting in line 30 to 45 minutes ahead of time. You can get there 15 minutes before and yeah. you got a seat for sure. What about a tough, it's tough to be a bug? No. Know? Yeah. You don't want to uh, do that. I, I would see it. I don't know that I would use a fast pass for it. Okay. I've yeah, never okay. had, I've never I had to use a fast pass for it. I wouldn't see it. Now, I want to say they have it's, a t- it's tough to be a bug over there in Disneyland anyway. Well, they, they probably do, but yeah. it's scary for children. Yeah, there is it's that. It's very, there very is. scary for children. Like, we took Eli's daughter over there, and, and she was six yeah. when we went, and that she took everything in stride, and when that it got foggy and you couldn't see and the spires dropped down, and the little uh, they were stinging you in the back, she lost it. Oh wow! A lot of young kids lose it on. It's tough to be a bug. I wouldn't. I wouldn't risk it for the three point five year old. I. I just wouldn't. Yeah. Um, but they, that's me. Yeah, they do have it in Disneyland. So I mean, you may, you probably pass that. And that's the attraction we have it in the big tree. Yes. You know the tree of life that you see. That's the weenie for that park. So I mean, that's at the base of that tree. So that's probably something that you can miss. Um, yeah, but I would still check out the tree of life. Oh yeah, you oh, definitely yeah, yeah. T- yeah. Get you don't have to go into the attraction. You can walk that trail, and uh, there is a bypass, or you know you can see all the carvings in the trees. It's actually quite impressive, you know. Yeah. Um, if anything, for the fact that you know that that was built upon you know an upside down oil rig kind of a thing, you know, it's just <laughs> it's just it's just a, you know, based around that frame, just absolutely amazing. Um, but yeah, so it, you know, I guess the main fast pass thing, you, you know, it'd be the safaris and the shows. Um, I was going to suggest, you know, you know, Festival Lion King. I like that, and you know, Nemo is a pretty decent show if you like that. Mm-hmm. If the kid can sit through it, that's the thing. Yeah, Nemo is yeah. quite a lengthy show, and, yes. and so if she likes Nemo the movie, you know, it's definitely involved a lot of singing and stuff. So kind of get engaged, but mm-hmm. it, you know, your kid's going to have to sit there for a good bit. Yeah, um, Festival Lion King. There are all kinds of involved with animal sounds, and there's all the car lo- colors and Simba's there, and Rafi- you know, all those Rafiki, all those people. Mm-hmm. So that's be no problem. Now I know that you guys would probably uh, recommend uh, Flights of Wonder. Oh yeah, oh, Guano yes. Joe. Hey, but well, yeah, I don't think you need a fast pass for that. Yeah, no, I, no, no, not fast passes, but just in general. Oh, just in general. Yeah, 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 yeah maybe the kid might get a kick out of the whole bird thing. I don't, yeah, do you think it would go over their head? The birds? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. Are you are you gonna take Are you gonna take your daughter to uh, fight some of the I'm I'm gonna play that one by ear. Um, I think I'm gonna try to. I I think I am as well, just because not for my daughter as much as my wife and my mom, my dad, who who've been there a million times before, and we've always passed it and just never experienced it. And and because you and I went and it it was it was great. Now who knows? Maybe the guy who was Guano Joe, Guano Joe makes the show. Yeah, exactly. Without without the right one, if we don't have that Guano Joe, I don't know how how this works. Or if you don't have a good Guano in general, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's just uh, it's just uh, the show just becomes a load of Guano. So yeah, I mean, well, you know. there's medications that can help with that. Yeah, there's this kind of stuff with that. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, other than that, I mean, is there is there anything else that you know pressing that they would uh, triceratops? Did you want to? Yeah, you, yeah. You know, go to, spend some time in Dinoland USA because yeah. the kid does like dinosaurs. You probably will not want to ride the actual dinosaur ride, but there's a lot of cool stuff to see there. And yeah, yes, uh, the Cretaceous uh, Trail, like, like you said, and yeah. the big um, dino Sioux 
dinosaur, the, yeah. The skeleton, the, the big dinosaur, and uh, you also got what's the yellow, the big yellow dinosaur called? The big yellow uh, dinosaur. That you can walk under it. It's right there. Big yellow dinosaur. And yeah, you just walk under it. It's like testers. a cartoon dinosaur. You walk through its legs to go into Dino Land USA. It's a bone dinosaur, right? No, no, that's oh, no, no. I know what he's yeah, talking about. Yeah. When you come from the other, the uh, other side, yes, yeah. okay. like from the Nemo side. It, did it yeah. have a name? I know it's Chester and Hester's Dino-Rama. Or yeah. something. I think the actual... I could be wrong. I don't remember. It's nothing special. It's just a dinosaur you walk under, but it's kind of cool. <laughs> oh, but the boneyard for the kid might... You know, she might dig that. It's like oh, a big playland. You know? My daughter, when she was two... You couldn't get her out of the boneyard. Yeah, that's the thing. You get her in there, and she's going to want to keep digging or playing or whatever. And the the other thing is, and I don't know how well it would work out with a young child, because we went once, and as adults we were bored, was Rafiki's Planet Watch, which yeah, is a separate yeah. train that you take. See, you, now, here's the only thing I was going to – I had that in my mind, but it's like just keep in mind that they are going to be using this park as probably their half-day park, and yeah. then you get to the airport. That's going to take up a lot of time to get on the train, get over there, oh, the petting. I, I agree. Section, section, all that, and then get back. So I agree. I was only mentioning it because they had a petting zoo over there. That yeah. was yeah. all. So if you've got time, I would do it. But if you're pressed for time, I could probably skip that. Yeah. So uh, we talked about attractions. We talked about a couple of shows. Uh, what about some dining, man? And I'm going to lead off with the first thing. Man, look for that cart that serves the uh, jalapeno cream cheese pretzel. <laughs> Stuffed pretzel. I love that thing. That is incredible. Yeah. That's And that's on the trail on the way to... Uh, if you're looking at the Tree of Life, it's on the right-hand side on the way to Expedition Everest. They have a little cart that sells that pretzel. So anyway, that's my uh, contribution. What do you guys say as far as dining? Hey, you know, if uh, if you're there, you might as well hit up Tamu Tamu, uh, the Tamu Lounge or whatever it's called. Uh, what is the... Uh, Tamu Tamu Refreshments? Called? What's the bar called? At, uh, Dawa, the Dawa Bar. Oh, the Dawa uh, Bar. Yeah, 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 Dawa Bar. I was thinking of Tamu Tamu Refreshments. That's where I got my coffee, which is actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tamu Tamu Refreshments. That, yeah. That's not what I was thinking of, but yeah. I, I got it mixed up. Um, Flame Tree's good. Uh, Yak and Yeti's good. Pizza Fari, what do you think? I was going to say, yeah. like, Yak and Yeti's my choice, but for them, probably more Pizza Fari. Yeah. 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 Probably so do Pizza Fari. Good, good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so those are all good options. Uh, again, you if that if that ends up being your half day, you might want to grab a little lunch before you go to the airport. So, um, yeah, there's that little restaurant. Tusker, okay. If you want a sit down place, Tusker House is you know pretty much it. I, I don't like Rainforest Cafe myself personally. No, but, no, they're no. everywhere. Skip the Rainforest Cafe thing. Man. Yeah, Do so I, I, I like Tusker House. I like Tusker. I, I mean, you know, I've done Thanksgiving there a couple of times, and I I enjoy yeah. it. You know, it's good. But you can't go wrong with Tusker House or Yak and Yeti for sit down uh, table service. Yeah, uh, but you got the Yak and Yeti. Also got the uh, the counter service as well. So yeah. They Any got, of those are, are good good options. Yeah, and they got like a, a, a Dino Line USA. They got a more traditional kind of counter service with the burgers and hot dogs and yeah. stuff. I forget the name of the place, but because I never go there, because I, I usually yeah, I'm, if I go uh, there, I go to Source. That's it. Yeah, Restaurant Source. Because I usually go to like Flame Tree or Pizza Far. We went to the, yeah. Donald has a character breakfast over there. Yeah, right? he does. Yeah, he does have that ca- character breakfast there. If you're interested. So that's definitely something for you to do. But yeah, just you know, take in the whole park because it's just, I think it's gorgeous. It is. I love that park. To me, it's the most beautiful park. That's why I definitely would not, see, if, if you're thinking of skipping a park, it's either got to be Studios or, or Epcot because to me, Animal Kingdom is the most beautiful of all the parks. Absolutely. Yeah. And just, you can get some really good pictures and stuff like that. Oh yeah, especially with the backdrop of the Tree of Life. Yeah, definitely make sure that your wife Everest and child do that. Everest in the background, that. they've yeah. got that one photo 
you know that one little photo spot where the guy will take your picture and you got Everest behind you? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Really nice. I mean, it's just a gorgeous. You could just walk around that park and it's just uh, gorgeous. Just absolutely fun to walk. Yeah, I think we've covered everything that you know we, we would suggest. Oh, you know, if you're walking around, keep an eye out for that dragon. <laughs> Lucky? We talked about no, just the dragon, uh, the dragon carving a statue thing or whatever. Oh, oh the, the, and the, divine too. You gotta watch. Oh yeah, look for divine. divine. Yeah, keeping out for divine. Divine's a a stilt or not? Is she still, I guess she's a stilt walker kind of a thing. That yeah. she yeah. she's up in the trees and she looks like a vine. Yeah, I mean you'd miss her in the vegetation because she's located in the first area called the oasis, which is where you enter the park and you walk through the oasis to get to the rest of the park. But yeah, I mean, if you if you walk by, if you walk in, you might definitely miss Divine. But she's definitely out out there for some experiences. And there's an African drum troupe that I like to watch every now and then, and Harambe Village and all that. Harambe Village? No. Harambe. Is it Harambe? Harambe? Yeah, it is Harambe. Yeah, Harambe Village. Mm-hmm. So definitely something for you to check out. So that's uh, our Animal Kingdom in a nutshell. Um, our suggestions and stuff. So what park shall we go on to next? Uh, let's do Studios or Epcot. Your choice. Uh, let's go in. Since we started with Animal Kingdom, let's go in chronological reverse order. Let's go with the Studios. All right. All right. So um, Fast Pass Plus is first. What do you guys think they should definitely swipe up? Okay. So let's just clarify here that when you uh, when you talk about Studios and you talk about Epcot, there's a tiered system. Yes. And you have to choose one Fast Pass from one group and two Fast Passes from another group. And, of course, they're going to you know, have all the cool stuff in one. And <laughs> yeah. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So, um, but the so cool thing is, in, said, in like in the studios, their 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 park has a lot of what's in Disneyland. So they may right. want to look for so, the one that they don't have. I, yeah. I will be honest; I'm not as familiar with Disneyland as you guys are. But if you just want to know what your choices are, yeah, uh, let's just kind of start there. Let me get to the fast passes here. So you have to pick one of these from Group B: Beauty and the Beast live on stage, Fantasmic Rock and Roller Coaster. Great movie ride or Toy Story Midway Mania. Now, of all those, for a three-year-old, I'd probably go with Toy Story Midway Mania or Beauty and the Beast. And and I would suggest Beauty and the Beast only because they have a Toy Story Mania out in Disneyland already. Yeah, exactly. Which is exactly so, the, pretty much the same experience. And if you want to do it, just start there at the beginning of the day and hit it up. Yeah. yeah. Hit at the beginning and then you'll, you'll have it out of the way. Yeah, that's not to say you can't, but I'm going to suggest stuff that you guys don't have. Right. You know, so, yeah. Yeah, I would say look, and, and it hurts me to say it, but I, I would say you, you use it on Midway Mania. Really? Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, just because, I mean, they're going during a time that's not packed. So getting into Beauty and the Beast is not going to be a problem. This is true. You're right. I mean, as long as you get there for the whatever time it starts, you're going to have a seat. Yeah. It's not like yeah. you know, it's not like you're going to need a fast pass to check out one of those shows. I don't think, uh, unless for whatever reason I'm wrong about what day. I mean, maybe that day is particular. Like we're looking at a crowd calendar that pretty much gives you an overview, but right. there are more specific ones that go park by park. Right. So I could be wrong on this one. So I would say, you know. Um, I'm not a big fan of it, but I would say Midway Mania because that's going to be the only thing that really, if, if you're going to, to the park at a non-busy time, that's going to be the only thing that you're going to really need a fast pass for. Right, right. Yeah. The other th- uh, yeah what was, what, can you read that list again? What was the other things? Uh, Beauty and the Beast, Fantasmic, Rock and Roller Coaster, Great Movie Ride, Toy Story, Midway Mania. Yeah, you can't do Rock and Roller Coaster. She's not tall she can't. Enough. Yeah, she's going to be Ride Rock and Roller Coaster. She, there's... Anybody you ask, you don't use you don't use your fast passes for fireworks. So yeah, really. for a nighttime event, you really don't need it. Because then you can't it. you can't 
you can't get something after your third pass. Exactly. Well, also young, young children again. I don't. I'm not even sure how. You know, like our our child. That's a big one for us. Is can she sit through the fireworks show because right. she gets? Or can scared. you make it to the fireworks show without falling asleep? Right. Oh, yeah. she can do that. <laughs> and they they have one, so I mean, and I think their experience is a little bit better, especially a little more intimate in that. Uh, yeah, their magic. But I definitely wouldn't burn a fast pass. I'd still see it, but I wouldn't burn a fast pass. Yeah. On. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So let's explore so, the yeah, other so tier. Toy yeah. Story or Beauty and the Beast, your choice. Yeah. And then then you choose two from this group: uh, Disney Junior Live on Stage. For the first time in forever, a Frozen sing-along, Indiana Jones, Lights, Motor, Action, Muppets 3D, Star Tours, uh, Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror, Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Are they so, still doing that Frozen thing? I thought that was done. No, that's nah, going to be still around. They've got it going on, man. Yeah, they're going to they're uh, gonna, they're gonna they don't push have that the through. ice skating rink and all that, but the, okay, the sing-along that's, they do. Yeah, they had the sing-along. I got yeah. you. I'm going so to that. I, I would probably do the sing-along if... I was going to suggest maybe, that. Just because it's something that's not... Uh, over there and you know it's it's frozen so whatever um you guys said they already have star tours in disneyland yeah you're gonna be too small to ride tower terror so of those you pick two of those right you don't need it for indiana jones you have you ever had a problem getting indiana jones no no i wouldn't even and they, go to indiana jones and just aside they do have a frozen sing-along thing at disneyland as well yeah okay, okay cool don't uh, see Indiana Jones and think it's your Indiana Jones. <laughs> nah, it's not even the same thing. Right. So, Voyage of the Little Mermaid, Disney Junior live on stage. Yeah, they have one over there, and they have one over there. Now, you know, the only thing about Tower of Terror, if you were, were able to ride it, it's I think ours is better. Wait a minute, wait a minute. The Voyage of the Little Mermaid? I mean, uh, they have the Voyage oh, of the Little Mermaid. Oh, the Undersea. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. You're, I'm thinking, you're thinking of, of the yeah, show. The, this is another show. Yeah, yeah. I'm not thinking of the ride. This is an, uh, the show, yeah. Actually, that's a good one, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Undersea Undersea Adventures, is that really this? She might, she might enjoy that. Yeah, the kid might enjoy that, especially since there's bubbles that come from the top. Yes. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I was saying with the Tower of Terror, our Tower of Terror is better if you were able to ride it, I think, just because they have the uh, the third. The, the Disneyland's Tower of Terror doesn't have the uh, third dimension. Yeah, so you, your elevator doesn't go vert, uh, horizontally across into the drop chute. And once you load the elevator, you're in the drop chute. So there's not like really any of that uh, something, that spookiness of transferring, uh, moving across, you know, elevator going side to side a la Willy Wonka. But anyway, <laughs> uh, if you can't transfer, and definitely your, your kid probably isn't tall enough to ride that, uh, you, that's, you know, hopefully maybe one day in the future that's something to consider. Um, but what else we got in that list? Uh, oh, Lights, Motors, Action, three. right? Was in that list? Lights, Motors, Action. Eh. Would you recommend eh. that for no. Burning? No, that's a big stadium. So I, you really don't need a Fast Pass for that. You know, not even yeah. to waste one. I, I wouldn't. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I would normally recommend using it for Star Tours. Um, but again, we're, we're kind of going off of what they don't have in Disneyland. Yeah. But that would really be a good use of the Fast Pass. And I would normally recommend Twilight Zone Tower Terror, but I'm not sure if they'll be able to do that. So right, right. You know, I'd probably still use it for the the Frozen sing along. Yeah, yeah, you could probably yeah. do it. Just my suggestion. Yeah, and then this tier, this might be a lot of stuff that you already have, other than Lights Motors Action. But you know, maybe there's something that you really want to see, even though you're going. You know. Yep. Because a three year old's not going to matter. They're not going to realize, oh, Disneyland, Disney World is two different places. Maybe. You know, they're not going to remember that just because they, oh, I want to go see this. I, I remember seeing this and not realize it's in two different areas. So mm-hmm. that's something to think about. Yeah. And so for dining, uh, your table service options are 50s Primetime, Hollywood and Vine, Mama Melrose, Sci-Fi and Hollywood. You know, I, I may have not said this 
before, but I think you know, for in the parks, the studios has some of the best dining. I I, I think I so. Think. I can vouch for some of them. I, I haven't been to a few of them. Like Other I than Epcot, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was gonna say Epcot. Epcot out of the picture. Like I, I haven't been to Brown Derby, but I think Danny, you have, right? I I love Brown Derby. I was okay. gonna say Epcot's one, Studios two. Um. Oh man. Are you ranking dinings? Is that what you're? Yeah. Doing? Just for, just okay. for table service, Danny. I mean. Yeah. As far as table service goes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It, I'd still say Animal Kingdom's still better than Magic Kingdom. I, I'm 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 kind of working that through my head. I've eaten at I've eaten at Tony's. I've never eaten at Beauty and the Beast for dinner. I've eaten at Cinderella's Royal Table for dinner. Yeah, I have. And I've, I've enjoyed Cinderella's Royal Table, and I've enjoyed uh, Tony's. I can't... What is there for dinner over at... Um, well, we're getting ahead of ourselves, so let's, let's take right, okay. a yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss when we get the Let's table that one and... Yeah. So all those, I can personally... That's another discussion, 50s. actually. I yeah. can vouch for 50s primetime. I can vouch Same here. to some degree for sci-fi. The food is not anything earth-shattering but it's a great cool experience yeah, it is a neat experience especially yeah, if you can get I can a car for brown derby i can vouch for hollywood and vine and hollywood vine has a character meal yes is that correct character meal, yeah. Buffet, yeah so you really can't go wrong with any of that no 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 yeah stay away from the abc commissary boring dining yeah well, that's uh that's, that's a uh, counter service yeah. that's counter service so yeah I, i've eaten there I ran into yeah, Lou Mangello there's there's too there's a lot of counter service <laughs> get let's out of here the, I did. let's not go through every one but i would i like uh I like Backlot Express was okay. Um, For counter service. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. I would say Men and Bills, but apparently that's going away. Yeah. That's the rumor. So, um, other than that, oh. Uh, oh, if Dinosaur Gertie is open, go grab your ice cream before she disappears. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm, uh, what, what's the place with the big cupcakes? Starring Rolls. Starring Rolls. Yeah. 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 Starring Rolls. Definitely. I would check out Starring Rolls. Butterfinger okay. cupcake. Yeah. That's all you need to know. What am I? That's a hidden gem. Oh, you might as well do the rider stop. I suggest the uh, carrot cake cookie. <laughs> yes. One of my favorites. The rider stop right there, right by um, what's that? Uh, uh, um, sci-fi dining. Yeah. Oh, wait, you're right. That's the rider stop I'm thinking of. Yeah, you're thinking the of the rider stop. What is it? with starring rolls? Starring rolls is the that little bakery thing that I always miss. Starring okay. rolls. Yeah. yeah, it's right there next to uh, Brown Derby on Sunset. Isn't that correct? Yeah, so close to Sunset Boulevard. I have to keep an eye out for that. Yeah, it's easy to mess if you're not looking for it because I'm usually making a beeline or rider stop. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I'm yeah. doing. That's my favorite place to go. Yeah, especially for okay. coffee. But yeah, that I I would suggest rider stop. That's a good place to go check out. Oh, what about um oh Mama Melrose? Yeah, we mentioned Mama Melrose. Yeah, I, right? I've never been there personally, but uh, it's again, not bad. It's okay. I have. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it, it's okay. It's, again, it's it's not great dining, but it, it you know for table service, it, yeah, you could do worse. Yeah. Yeah. So Halloween Vine, yeah, it's good character meal. Uh, you said yeah, I mean, 50s. You really can't go wrong with any table service yeah. in the studios. Fifties prime time. P, uh, I like fifties of all that. I think I, I, I if I had to pick one of all that, I'd pick fifties. But that's me. Yeah. If I had a three-year-old, I might pick Hollywood and Vine for the characters. Yeah. And, and here's the other thing, too, and I, I, I hate the idea of even having to touch on this, but, I mean, we should let it be known. We're sitting here talking about the dining that they can experience. I didn't know we were going to go down this path. That some of these dining places, like, when we sit there and talk about Mama Melrose and we're like, it's good, but it's nothing, you know, outstanding, it generally means that those are the places that only accept one coupon for dining because there are places where if you book a meal over at Hollywood Studios, it costs you two coupons yeah. out of your uh, table. Brown server. Derby. I'm sorry, That's, Brown Derby. What Brown did Derby I say? Is the only one in the studios, but yeah. What did I say? 
Oh, you're, no, you, you're right. You said yeah, it right. You said it right. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I thought I said wrong. Okay. No, um, but I'm saying you were making it sound like there were several places. Uh, Brown Derby is the only one that takes two credits in the studios. Right. right. No, not, not, no, yeah, no. Several places across the kingdom. You know, yes. One place that I, I'm aware of within the studios, but several places uh, certainly across the kingdom. Yeah. Okay. Cinderella's Royal Table being one of them. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, as far as, uh, you know, uh, like shows and stuff, um, we kind of touched upon Beauty and the Beast, but there's one thing. Uh, one Man's Dream is something you could you should definitely check out. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, and can. Animation Academy too. Oh, oh and yeah. that whole general area for character meet. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the whole animation courtyard. You know, it's yeah, definitely an excellent place for A lot you. of good character meet over there. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Going chronologically, reverse in order. We got Epcot Center. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. And so we were starting off with Fast Pass. Lee, you want to explain to them the whole tiered system? Yeah, so just like studios, you've got a tiered system here as well. You've got to pick two from Group A and one from Group B. So um, the ones you have to pick from Group B are obviously the better attractions. Right. Uh, Illuminations, Living with the Land, which I don't even get that, but okay. Uh, Soren and Test Track. Uh, that's easy for me for you guys because it's Soren. I mean, Test Track, she's going to be too small to ride it probably. So just pick Soren. Yeah. Yeah, I think Soren yeah, should be able to get I know you've got Soren in California, and from what I understand, it's better. But still, out of that group, I mean... Yeah, I wouldn't use I it on Illuminations. I would recommend living with the land for a fast pass. No, we we, we did that. <laughs> uh, Danny, I can say that from You did experience. that. I did that. And it you took said, you longer to get on the ride than it took me without the fast pass. That's correct. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, so for fast pass in general, I just go with Soren and, uh, you know... Just be done with it because there's nothing else even worth talking about on that list for yeah. you guys. And, and then li- and you're, you're probably on the other wondering. Side, uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was about to say you're probably wondering why illuminations wouldn't you, you would need one, and that's only for like preferred seating kind of thing, I guess. Yeah, but I mean exactly. you, that that show you can pretty much catch anywhere, and it'd be a great vantage point. I mean, yeah, it's, and if it's, it's getting towards the end of the night and you want to use your fast pass for that, then yeah, go for it. Yeah, you know? especially if you've already used your three and you've got something to burn. But don't make it one of your three because you'll have to wait till after illuminations to get your fourth. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, so on the on the other group, you've got Captain EO, Journey to Imagination <laughs> with Figment, Meet Disney Pals, uh, Mission Space Green, Mission Space Orange, Spaceship Earth, The Sea with Nemo's or Friends, and Tur- Turtle Talk with Crush. I think mm. we've kind of covered this a little bit. I think Meet Disney Pals is probably a good use of a fast That's pass a good there. One, yeah. yeah. Other than that, just pick one really it doesn't matter she probably couldn't uh, go on uh, mission space so that's out um yeah. i, I maybe spaceship earth is something that shows up on the touring plans as a recommendation just because of wait times yeah um you don't really have high wait times for the seas with nemo and friends you don't no, really have time basically uh, walk wait time on. for turtle talk so yeah spaceship earth is gonna be the same way i mean it's a constantly moving ride omni mover yeah. so it's not i mean you're con- even though you're it's a long line it's still moving so it's not terribly bad yeah. Um, turtle talk, maybe, I don't know. I might use that over using one over figment. I mean, I don't know. It's just a toss up. Like you said. Yeah. At that point, it's just a toss up. You just want to burn something so that you can go get your fourth one and, and maybe try to get on Soren again, or yeah. maybe use that fourth one for test track. If you want to, well, you can't really with the little one. You can't yeah. Just she, she won't be tall. Never yeah. Mind. She won't be tall enough. You can't use parent one. swap if there's only one parent. Exactly. <laughs> So, and so other than that, I mean, really, there's just what else you want to do in Epcot. I mean, you've got the entire World Showcase, so, you know, we can – I don't think we need to go uh, pavilion by pavilion, but I would check out Agent P. Uh, that might yeah, be Agent something P fun experience. to do together. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. 
definitely know? good experience. And Agent PA, just in a nutshell, is? Uh, I don't know, Danny. What's the best way to explain it? Um, it's like a little adventure. They give you this com, yeah. uh, and you have to go find something over in France, and something pops up, and it's you just go on yeah. a little adventure and try to find stuff. You go to Germany. It'll give it's you a lot clues, better than yeah. I'm describing it. But, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's definitely fun. You know, I see kids running around with little... Uh, 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 the communicators or whatever. Well, they used to be called communicators when it was the Kim yeah, Possible when experience. Yeah, it was Kim Possible. But, uh, it's something else different with now this Agent P. But yeah, that's definitely something that could that, that we would be uh, worth doing. Um, let's see. Uh, 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 we're talking about I guess experience, other experience. I mean, I like Energy Venture. I mean, it's not the uh, it's not the best ride. It's kind of out of dated, but you know, I, I still enjoy that uh, attraction as far as show. You know, it's not too too bad. Um, three Caballeros. Three Caballeros. Yeah, might as well do yeah. that. Yeah. Any of the oh, the American Adventure. Uh, might as well check. You know, I like that show. You know, they don't they don't have that out there, and I I dig that one. Uh, if anything, check out the Liberty Voices to go listen to them sing. That's at, you know the pre-show to the American Adventure, uh, uh, in the American Pavilion. It's just a, you know they're just an amazing group. Um, you know, would uh, you a lot rec- of the streetmosphere stuff is entertaining for kids. Yeah, streetmosphere stuff is good. Would you recommend any of the other movies like the 360 China, the 360 uh, no, no. Canada or no. whatever else? No. Or the France? What about no. the France movie? No. Okay. No. <laughs> um, let's see. Anything else uh, before we get to dining? I'm trying to think. Mm, you know. Do they have club? They don't have club cool, right? They don't have Club Cool. Uh, so, well, let's go ahead and jump to dining, man. And, uh, you know, the first thing I'm going to suggest, I mean, check out the land. You know, I love the food in the land um, mm-hmm. as far as that whole little, uh, I, I don't know if it's a, what to call it, like a cafeteria. The, um, um, you, know, you know what I'm talking about. The uh, yeah, sunshine, right. sunshine Seasons. Sunshine Seasons. Yeah, Sunshine Seasons is what they call it. But it's like just a bunch of little... Um, uh, it's counter, I guess counter service. Yeah, it's like Stalls. organic counter, service. Yeah. counter yeah. service. yeah, I mean you got a, a barbecue joint. You can get Chinese. Yeah, you food can court. Get, that's you know, it. Yeah, that's the term I was trying to look for. Food court. I couldn't get that out of my head. Yeah, and, and really and truly, I mean, almost everyone that talks about that's that's usually in the top of everyone's list for counter service because it, it just gives you so many choices. Yeah, it's awesome. You know? There's a lot of seating. You know, it's pretty. You know. Uh, uh, spacious so you can get around pretty easily you know lots of choices for everybody it's just it's a good thing man i, I like yeah. that place i mean god there's just so much there's so much dining in epcot it's ridiculous yeah there's a yeah, lot uh, the coral reef to me is the best of the bunch uh that'd be fun for three-year-old with the aquarium yes, yeah that's a table service but it's only one coupon and you sit down and you you literally you're 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 eating in the midst of a huge aquarium yeah. with sharks swimming right by you and and sometimes uh, divers as well yeah uh, mm-hmm. fish uh, it, it, to me it's one of the best restaurants uh, you know it, it's very kid friendly the kid just stares at the aquarium the entire time yeah yeah I, yeah. I like um uh what's the garden grill you know that's yes. a, that's a Mickey garden grill's good Mickey character experience you have Mickey Chip and Dale Donald. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Pluto, I believe, yeah, Pluto come around, you know, they're all dressed up in their little farm outfits, you know, and stuff in representative of the land. Uh, right. I might also recommend in Norway, the Kringola Bakery is one of my favorite stops. You know, they got rice pudding, they have school bread, they got all kind of pastries, great coffee. You know, I do enjoy the coffee over at, at that bakery, you know, and that's right across from Akershus in Norway. So that's something you definitely want to check out. Um, any, any other recommendations? I mean, I can't, if they drink, you know, of course that cart yeah. in France, the, uh, Grand Monnier, orange Grand Monnier slush, mm-hmm. uh, the which official is, drink of liners. Yes. Yes. 
I, you know, I, I like Tepanito, but it's not anything you can't get anywhere else in the entire United States of America. There's a Japanese steakhouse somewhere. Right. Yeah. Hibachi, yeah. Yeah, hibachi yeah, kind it's of hibachi, place, yeah. So it's, it's not anything, you know, to, to write home about. But it's it's kind of fun. I think that's actually maybe more for like a, a big group. It's a lot more fun. Yeah. Beer grind might be fun. You know, the band's fun and stuff. It's just like yeah. an Oktoberfest that you can find anywhere. But you And know, they, you, they do let the kids go down on the floor and, yeah. and, and do their thing. Yeah. And you sit at community tables. So, you know, you may be sitting with another family and everything else. So that might be something, a good place to kind of interact. Yeah, a good know? conversation starter. Yeah, exactly. You know, enjoy yourself. I mean, I, I always got to mention, mention Viennapoli because it's just, just really good food. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, Vienna really is good. good. Uh, I mean, there's not anything special about the theming. It's an Italian restaurant. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's 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 just great food. Now, would y'all recommend the electric umbrella as far as uh, counter service? Do y'all like the electric umbrella? I like it for coffee. Yeah, yeah I've yeah, never yeah. been there. They yeah. do ice cream, I think, as well. I might yeah. be wrong. It's been a little bit. You're true. They have, um, they have their stand. This is a place that has standard burgers, you know, chicken sh- uh, nugget things. Oh well, maybe I'm thinking of something different. The electric umbrella. The electric umbrella is in Future World, right there in one of no, the communicores. I'm thinking of Future World, but uh, what's that? Right when you walk. Oh, into I know it's exactly what you're talking about. That's a great place for coffee. I can't remember what it is. Uh, it's like a. Is it model off a tram? Is that that thing? Fountain View. Fountain View, that's it. Okay. Yeah, Fountain View has the good coffee and stuff. So, um, is there anything else like other than illuminations? The illuminations, you definitely have to. Check yeah, you out. need to stick around for illuminations. Yeah, y'all don't have that show, so you definitely want to check out that show. Um, so, if there's nothing else, man, I guess we'll, let's head on the best for last. Magic Kingdom. Here we are. Take that monorail from Epcot to Magic Kingdom, guys. Let's start with some yeah. fast passes. What? Uh, there's no tearing here, right? No tearing. You can pick three of these, and there is a ton. Of fast pass attractions at Magic Kingdom. There so is. I'll just start at the top. Yeah. Uh, these are all in alphabetical order. So Big Thunder, mm-hmm. Buzz, uh, Disney's Festival Fantasy Parade, which I'll just inter- interject here. Uh, that one is kind of hard to get sometimes. Uh, it's a new parade, and yeah. you're just going to have a special viewing area. Um, so that one, I actually have had a couple times when people don't book uh, till later that we've had a hard time getting that if you, that's something you'd be interested in. Right. Uh, Dumbo. Enchanted Tales with Bell, uh, Mad Sea Party, Main Street Electrical Parade, another parade there. Yeah. And then all the meet and greets, Anna and Elsa, Ariel, Cinderella and Rapunzel, Mickey Mouse, Tinkerbell, and that's all the meet and greets. Um, Mickey's Flower Magic, Monsters, Inc., Peter's Pan, Peter Pan's Flight. Peter's Pan. <laughs> Peter's Pan. <laughs> all right, so you got Mickey's Flower Magic. Uh, Monsters, Inc., Peter Pan, Pirates, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, Barnstormer, Haunted Mansion, Magic Carpets of Aladdin, Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Tomorrowland Speedway, Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid, Wishes Nighttime, Wishes Nighttime Spectacular, and It's a Small World. Now, let's preface all this by saying that we said originally two days in Magic Kingdom, so Technically, you could pick six of these, right? Yeah, because you'll have uh, three, and three, 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 three and three for each yeah. day. And if you want to do it like that, you know, kind of decide, you know, what side of the park to be on or whatever. So, so at midnight, what is? From, yeah, go well, ahead. Okay, so do we want to attack this again? Because there are so many as stuff you're going to have a hard time or long lines or stuff that you want to see because it's not in Disneyland. Well, I think you want to do stuff you want to see. Uh, for absolute certain that you'd probably have a hard time getting any other way. Yeah, and then we can filter it with stuff that's not in Disneyland. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so um, 
you know, I, I would still recommend Disney's Festival of Fantasy Parade, but okay. based off the time they're going, I would probably be okay with picking three and then seeing if you can pick that up as a fourth or a fifth. Okay. And if you can't, okay, no big deal. You'll just stand in line with the regular people. Right, right. Okay, so I, I wouldn't make it one of my first choices. Okay. Um, so the mountains are basically out. Yeah, definitely try to get Anna and Elsa meet uh, and greet if yeah. that's something your daughter wants. Enchanted Tales with uh, Belle, maybe? I think, I think any of the meet and greets would be a good use for a three-year-old. Yeah, okay. Any of that would be okay. Um, Peter Pan, I know that they have it over there, but that's one that's going to have a long wait. But we, now we have the interactive queue, and they yeah. don't. So that may right. be something that your three-year-old would definitely enjoy, that one. Mm-hmm. I would definitely do Seven Dwarfs. It's a new ride. Yep. Um, the, the, your, your chances of the line being long there is pretty high. Um, to some degree, maybe Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland Speedway, only because the lines can get so long. If it's something you got to do, maybe so. And that's uh, an but, attraction that you must be able to transfer, but you probably know that from your Autopia out in uh, Disneyland. Yeah. So again, um, <coughs> and that would be my top choices. Yeah. Uh, maybe my, maybe Buzz. Uh, Buzz I was Lightyear. about to suggest that maybe Buzz. Yeah. Because, again, the lines can build up pretty quick there. But our buzz uh, doesn't have the guns that detach. So, I mean, it's up, it's up to yeah. you if you just want to do it. Um, I think that's it. Sometimes pirates can get long, but I think you'll be okay. Haunted Mansion sometimes can get long. I mean, yeah, that, sometimes there's, there are times where that line gets ridiculously long. Yeah. All, so much so that it interrupts the flow of traffic in uh, Liberty Square. Um, let's see, so, I, anything that I missed that you guys think you might want to consider? Yeah. I mean, Dumbo? Maybe. Uh, I mean, I would definitely want to do Dumbo. I don't know that you need a fast pass for it. They've got two Dumbos. Oh, I thought we were. That's I thought what we were doing was we were moving on from the fast passes into oh, okay, what would you maybe. like to do? Oh yeah, well let's go ahead and yeah, we'll go ahead and yeah, do okay, that. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, All check right. out our double Dumbos. Well, yeah, the double Dumbos and the waiting area for the double Dumbos. There you go. Yeah, which it's is uh, different. another interactive play area there, totally themed around Dumbo. That's really kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely something you want to check out. Don't have that, you know, in, in Cali. No. Um, I would definitely check out our Haunted Mansion if you don't get a fast pass for it. We have a different interactive queue there as well. Oh, and the our interactive, mansion. many interactive elements that they don't have. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, you, you don't, They don't have the uh, the animated ghosts at the end, do they? Mm, I don't think so, no. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, the staircases. They don't have the staircases. Yep, yep. That's correct. So that's something definitely you just check out, you know, Liberty Square in general because you don't have that land. And so that'd be something y'all have New Orleans Square instead. Um, but uh, yeah, Liberty Square is kind of neat. It's a small little area, you know, very patriotic kind of thing. Cobblestone things. Um, Barnstormer. Barnstormer. Yeah. Your, your child is a coaster. Your kid will be able to get on. Mm. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah. We mentioned Seven Doors Mine Train. Uh, so the pot you talk about the similar rides, pirates, you know, give or take. I, I like y'all's better. I mean, yeah. our pirates is based off of Spanish for it's okay. Um, yeah, y- definitely enjoy y'all's better. There are going to be two things that we have that y'all don't have that y'all are going to be tempted to try. And if you do, God bless you. Yeah, uh, you'll probably have two days in Magic Kingdom, so do it as you will. But, yeah. um, Stitches, uh, <laughs> oh, Stitches, uh, Great Escape. Stitches, Great Escape, and the and the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor are really um, Monsters Inc. You know, I can I can do Monsters Inc. Once Stitch, uh, it might be too I scary can, for her if she's scared I of dinosaurs. Yeah, 
Yeah, she if she's scared of the animatronic dinosaurs and stuff, she might be scared of Stitch and everything. I don't. I mean, that's especially when it goes pitch black and you're hearing all the 3D sounds. Yeah, that might not be a good idea for well, the little one. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe that's a good way for you to get out of going there. Yeah, so, yeah. Sweetie, it's just it's it's way too scary. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. Other than that, there's a lot that's similar uh, to y'all's. Uh, uh, place i mean you know but it's just all in what you want to experience you know the things that are different um seven doors mind train definitely man ride that i try to get one on each of those days you know ride it twice yeah no no kidding go see, uh, the, go see the country bears oh yeah yeah, yeah uh yeah they don't have the country bears anymore nope. so go, go see the country bears yeah go see go visit them you know and the three old really might like to uh the little splash and soak station uh casey jr oh Maybe yeah 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 i forgot about that that'd be fun Something fun for them to do. Um, but the Barnstormer is kind of like that, uh, ch- uh, uh, what do you call it? The Gizmos. Gizmos, uh, yeah. A gadget coaster mm-hmm. out in uh, okay. Toontown. Co- yeah, it. the gadget coaster out in, in, in Toontown. So that's similar to that. It was two characters from that show. Yeah, but Gizmo this one's, and gadget. Right. And this one's based off of uh, uh, Goofy's uh, flying school. So anyway, that's something for you to check out. So um, what about dining, guys? Let's go ahead and talk about dining. Okay, uh, let me get over there real quick. Um, well, if you're so, lucky, like I was, you will get pre-selected for the uh, fast pass to the Beauty and the Beast restaurant. For lunch, yeah, yeah, yeah be yes. our guest, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I yeah, so that's something to be aware of. Uh, you know, you do have be our guest that he mentioned he wasn't able to get a fast. I mean, a, a reservation for, but you can uh, possibly get a fast pass for it for lunch. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that that's a good option as well. Uh, you can also just sign up in the morning and see how long you know, the wait is. Yeah. Um, and I think when we went, Danny, we, we figured out that if you get in line for like 1030 or 1045 or so, you have a good chance of making it in right in time for lunch. So it's not that long yeah. of a wait, but, you know, you definitely will get in easily. It uh, won't be as long as if you'd waited till lunch. Right. Yeah. If if I had to pick, if I couldn't get be our guest and I had to pick one place to eat for a table service in Magic Kingdom, I would probably go with Crystal Palace. I, I would agree with that, Crystal Palace. I'll, I do enjoy that meal. Uh, it is a char- it's the, a character meal. Yeah, character meal. I mean, Winnie the Pooh. It's a just a beautiful restaurant. Yeah. right there on Main Street. So, and then after that, I would probably say Liberty Tree Tavern. That's that's one place. Oh yeah, I've eaten there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's whatever. It's food. It's home cooking. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, Roast it's beef, family style. Potatoes. Right. Exactly. It's almost yeah. the same stuff you get at Garden Grill over at the Land. Yeah, uh, by that kind of a thing. So. You know, I mean, let's face it, the, the, the dining options in Magic Kingdom are not as exciting as the other options. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, counter service-wise? Uh, uh, Columbia Harbor House. Columbia Harbor House is good. They got the lobster roll. I would suggest the lamb shank and LeFou's brew. Mm-hmm. Uh, know, everyone but, everyone knows about Cosmic Rays. It's your basic yeah. burgers and chicken strips. But you can meet uh, Sunny Clips. Yeah. There, so that's pretty good. And what's the um, other joint in Frontierland? Uh, I forgot. Oh gosh, Pecos, Pe- Pecos Bill. I, I yeah. enjoy Pecos Bill. So yeah, it's similar, Bills similar in nature. Yeah, I enjoy the corn dog cart. That's corn dog cart. Yeah, that's yeah. hard to find. Um, oh, don't forget about Sleepy Hollow refreshments with your waffle sandwiches. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh the, yeah. The my favorite. Was, wait, it's the um, it's the Tangaroa Terrace. Yeah, there you go. 
Tangaroa Terrace with, with the uh, the uh, frap, uh, frappe. I want to say frappe. No, it's a coffee. Yeah, the coffee thing. Yeah, the coffee ice cream sundae thingy. Oh, God, it's delicious. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what it's called. And it's right there, right by Aladdin's. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess Aladdin's Magic Carpet. It's a, it's a Dumbo type attraction. So. Right. Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise, you know. Yeah, you know, that's not too bad. Backside of water. Uh, but yeah, I will tell you. I'll tell you one thing that's on my to-do list is uh, for counter services the Friars Nook. I've with, never been to the Friars. They've Nook. got like all kinds of crazy macaroni and cheese dishes with bacon and all kinds of stuff like that. That's so. in Fantasyland. Yeah, that's the place that's usually closed when I go by. That's okay. It's, well, it doesn't there you seem go. like it's always <laughs> open. So that's definitely if it's open, man, give it a shot. I, I yeah, a, check it out. If it's open for me, I'm gonna give definitely give it a shot. You know. That's like and then, you know, you, you got all your iconic snacks, uh, popcorn, uh, Dole Whips, Mickey Bars, yeah, turkey legs, all that normal stuff. And there's the stuff um, that you probably don't have. Like I said, my favorite, the lamb shank. And yeah. they also at the lunching pad, which is in Tomorrowland, they have the, uh, again, the jalapeno cream cheese stuffed pretzel. <laughs> you can definitely find it there as well. The yeah, just other basically place. anywhere you can find pretzels, Kevin's happy. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Stuffed pretzels, you know, just not your regular ordinary. It's got to have some flavor. So anyway. Um, uh, so yeah, like I said, I don't think you've got – I mean, there's a lot more options. Don't get me wrong. There's a ton of carts and uh, yeah. counter service meals, but it's just – none of it's really super exciting. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we kind of mentioned the ones that we would get reservations for if we wanted to eat some meals and everything else. It looks good. So anything else with that, guys, as far as – um, I'm good. Think yeah. anything else, Danny? Nah, I think I think we've been way thorough. Yeah, I think we I think we gave Richard and them just a, a lot of options to do. So we, we, I, we I made think we our recommendations. Two shows actually. Yeah, I think we did too. But you know. <laughs> I was gonna say, in, in terms of must dos, we gave them all dos. Yeah, but <laughs> we gave my favorites. Yeah, we gave my favorites and stuff, and just the tone will, will, will be nice. But uh, yeah, just some of our thoughts. You know, if you if we were taking you on a trip down there, that's something that we would want you to make sure that you. And we saw. didn't even get into dining in the resort, so. No, yeah, and, and I mean, you know, I might as well mention this one thing. I, I don't know if Cinderella's Royal Table will be closed for breakfast, but uh, I know Danny and I. I think we've got reservations for Citricos at yeah. where Cinderella moved her uh, dining breakfast thing uh, over to the Grand Floridian, which is not that far on the monorail stop. You know, you just take yep. it once around and you're there. And then, you know, if you want to come back into the park, it's it's just the next stop. But if you wanted to do breakfast with Cinderella, I mean, that's something that you could definitely do at uh, Citrico's. You know, she may not be in the castle, but it's still available to you, you know. And she has other princesses with her there, too, as well. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So just something to keep in mind if you're able to do so. So to wrap up, man, we kind of give you gave you all of our favorite stuff there. So I mean, one last thing I kind of want to mention, and Lee had uh, kind of brought up, is uh, the Memory Maker package. Uh, I don't know if they have that available out in Disneyland yet, uh, but that may be something to uh, you know might make uh, documenting this girls' trip uh, much easier on your wife and child and stuff. So. Uh, you want to kind of explain that a little bit, Lee, the, the memory maker package? Sure. Um, first of all, you if you want if you're interested in this, you want to prepay it. Uh, up to ten days before you leave, you can purchase it. And if you wait till you get to the parks, it's two hundred dollars. If you do it now, it's one hundred and sixty nine. Um, and basically, it just gives you all the pictures that are taken uh, by the Disney photographers throughout the day uh, and on the rides and all that stuff. So. Once you get home, you'll have it all there, uh, all your pictures that you uh, were taken of you and your family, and you can add borders and uh, you know things like that, and then you can do with them what you want. You can put them on a CD, you can put them on social media, you know, print them out, 
whatever you want to do with them, they're your pictures at that point. Yep, you can download um, everything else. That may be a good idea for you to do, especially you know to to help document this. I'm assuming first girls trip out to Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you know, uh, I I, hmm, I almost always say I, I'm able to recommend it. I, I do get a little hesitant on short trips because you're not going to get as much you know, out of it with only three days as opposed to someone that's going to use it for six or seven days. Yeah. Um, but I would certainly consider it. Um, if you, especially if, you know, if you're, if you're like my wife, if you have a wife like my wife that likes to have a lot of pictures and things like that. So I would definitely, uh, look into that. Okay, cool. Uh, so guys, uh, just to close out, is there anything, any last minute tips or stuff or things that we haven't covered? I think we've been pretty exhaustive with it, but is there, is there anything you guys can think of? Extra magic hours. Oh, extra magic hours, yeah. yeah it, it works similar to what you have out in Disneyland. If, you, you know, if you're staying on a property and resort, uh, you may want to research. And you're, when you check in, they'll probably let you know when those days are. Um, you, you, there's opportunities for you to get into the parks either an hour early or stay three hours later, I believe. Or is it two hours later now? It, uh, each each park's a little different. Yeah, each park's a little yeah. different now. Yeah, so you just uh, I, I'm sure that you you know guest services will be able to help you with that and let you know which which park which day when you know whether it's morning or evening actually at magic hour. So that's something you can probably you know make the most of your time. You can know, if you're definitely up for it if you can do that. Um, so that's a good one, Danny. Uh, anything else, guys? I think I mean I think we're pretty much good with that. Um, I'm spent. <laughs> yeah, Richard. Uh, if uh, hopefully we cover, g- gave you some great ideas. If there's anything more specific you want us to do, we'll definitely address it. You have some time, but um, what well, the the Fast Pass Plus date? Something for you to keep note in your calendar, and that's uh, the 26th, midnight of the 26th. So that you know, stay up late yeah. on the 25th. Stay up late on the 25th. Get ready to get the ones. You know, make a plan. You got about a f- uh, two three weeks. Make sure you get a plan to figure out which fast passes you want to jump on so that you get them in time. Um, so yeah, that's that's your first most pressing thing. And hopefully, I, I don't know if you got a package, but if you haven't gotten a package, make sure that you get your uh, order your tickets in time so that you can link them to your My Disney Experience account so you can jump on the Fast Pass thing. You know. Uh, if you didn't get a package and got everything all in one. So uh, so anyway, yeah, man, you know how to get in touch with us if you have any more specific questions. And uh, that's pretty much it for our must-dos for Disneyland vets. First time Walt Disney World visitors by Disneyland vets. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's take two, guys. <laughs> Y'all, it is late, it is tired, and we are done. We are wrapping up the show very fast. Um, I'm gonna just direct you to our website, man. MagicOurWay.com is if where everything where you can find everything dealing with Magic Our Way. You want to follow us on social media, man? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, whatever. You can find our links there. You want to leave a rating and review for our show, which we highly encourage, man. You can find links to uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Um, if you don't listen to us on any of those platforms, man, you can find our direct RSS feed, and you can link to that and listen to our shows through that, or. You you can just listen to our shows with our soon enha- with more enhanced show notes on our uh, directly from our website, man. So you could definitely do that. Um, also, too, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, with get in touch with the show, you can email us at magicourway@gmail.com. We have a link for that on our page. We also have a widget for SpeakPipe where you can leave a message directly from our computer. Uh, we also have our toll-free phone number, which you can call us from any landline or mobile phone. That is one eight four four Harambe. That is one eight four four. 
Harambe. H-A-R-A-M-B-E. So definitely give us a call. We'll leave those. It's on the website. We'll also put that in the show notes for your convenience. And uh, so anyway, uh, Lee, we definitely want to thank you for coming on the show, man. You want to definitely uh, give us the details of how they can get in touch with you if you want to book a magical vacation through you? Yes. So quickly, uh, best way is email. Lee at MMVagent.com. Uh, you can call me directly, 832-570-5490. Uh, feel free to go on my Facebook page and like that. I've got a lot of stuff going on every week, a little trivia, a little throwback Thursdays, uh, whatever news is going on in the Disney, the world of Disney. So check that out at facebook.com slash lostovicatravel. Uh, also, feel free to go on to the agency page. Uh, a lot of news uh, posts there and keep you up to date with what's going on in the world. Facebook.com slash Magical Moments Vacations Maine. Uh, and then one last quick shout out to uh, a new follower, Raise the Rain. Um, says she lives in Houston, but also says she's from New Orleans. So hopefully you found us through the podcast and you're listening to this now. So thanks, Lorraine, for the like and thanks for the support. And can you give us that name again, uh, the, the, the shout out? Because you kind of blipped out a little bit there. So we oh, want to make sorry. sure it's heard. Yeah, it's uh, right. So yeah, let me give a quick shout out to uh, a new follower on my travel page, Lorraine. Um, says she's from Houston, but or lives in Houston, but is from New Orleans. So hopefully she found me through uh, the podcast, and hopefully you're listening now. So thanks for the likes, Lorraine. Yeah, and while we're doing shout-outs, I just want to give a shout-out to at Henson40 on Twitter for retweeting a bunch of our stuff, our pictures and our show releases and everything else. We definitely do appreciate you doing that uh, at Henson40. So we definitely appreciate you following us. And then we appreciate all of our listeners and followers and everything else. And we know you have a, a large choice when it comes to listening uh, Disney podcasts to listen to. And we are very humbled that you have chosen us to be one of your Disney podcast listening routine shows stuff. Anyway, you get the idea. It's getting very late. Lee, thank you very much for coming on our show once again. Thank you guys for having me. Great. And we look forward to having you in the, in the very, very near future. So with that being said, uh, Danny, enjoy your trip to Disney World next week. I will do my best. Yeah, I'll try to hold the fort down as much as I can. So my name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. Yeah, and, me. <laughs> and they're very good at accommodating wheelchairs and ECVs and everything like that. They have all the buses that can kneel, and they have the ramps to get you in through the back, and they have special locks and stuff to secure uh, your wife and everything in place. They're either pro- they're provided she needs a, a provided she- wait what? Sorry, just coughing. Oh no no, Danny just died. They have special locks to secure your wife in place. <laughs> <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe I should reward that. Yeah, was well, to secure her ECV. Yes, to secure her ECV. Her yeah. E- yeah, they're gonna lock her to the stand-up hole. <laughs> they have elephant. <laughs> Make sure they fall. All right, let me, yeah, let me try that again. All right. Yeah.